On this week's episode of Friendco, Nintendo finally unleashes the first Direct of 2019, but is there a new rumor abound that steals its thunder? Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode of Friend Code. I'm your host, Michael Damiani. This week, I'm joined by two very special panelists, Kyle Bossman. Hello. Daniel Budworth. Hello. Kyle, before we get into anything, I just want yeah. to say there was adamant demand. Adamant demand oh. that you be on this. <laughs> Is that why I'm very to, special? To talk about, yes, to Great. talk about Link's Awakening. Like, mm -hmm. It was like, can you please have Kyle on there so he could talk about Link's Awakening? Right. Please have Kyle on there to talk about Link's Awakening. I was like, yeah, I guess I'll try Let's and have Kyle on here to talk about Link's Awakening. I'm here, baby. But we're not going to get that for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the end of the direct. That's the end of the direct. <laughs> We got we got we got a lot of announcements Kyle, on the direct. It it's a good tease. It's a good tease, man. <laughs> so stick around to the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yes, Nintendo finally had uh, their first direct after everyone's like it's coming in January. It didn't come in January. It came in February. Um, Thirty, roughly thirty-five minutes long. I get why because it was over thirty-five minutes, and I guess roughly. 35 minutes is a better way than saying it'll be over 35 minutes or mm -hmm. whatever. And uh, sticking around for that last two minutes was very worth it. But uh, right off the bat, let's dive into this Direct. Okay. A lot of announcements. Right off the bat, right after the Nintendo Direct logo rolls, boom. Super Mario Maker 2. Before you even see a person on the Direct, just kicks it off with that. I got to know your thoughts, both of you. Like, how do you feel about Super Mario Maker 2 coming and what you saw in that video? Okay, so oh. uh, it starts off looking like Super Mario Maker f flat out, right? You, mm -hmm. you don't see any improvement. And they kind of gradually reveal the improvements and changes throughout the trailer, uh, first being slopes which is, you know, so fun. Since Mario 3, we've been able to slide down a slope and knock out enemies. Feels good. You can slide down backwards and hit with your butt. Loved that all my life. Uh, so it's it was a weird reveal to me, Damiani, in that uh, I guess you wouldn't know it's a like a 2 unless they added the 2. Do you know what I mean? I, I guess it wouldn't feel like a huge sequel, a huge this is a whole extra step up. So you think just the changes that were there were a lot of changes in that video, yeah, but yeah, you're, yeah. but are you arguing that like, like unless dozens. you were a veteran who was familiar with Super Mario Maker, yeah. you couldn't tell those differences like like superficially there wasn't enough to inform you that this was really a two versus a it's just Super Mario Maker coming to Switch, just the original version, right? Like even like 3D World is a new aspect of it, mm -hmm. but 3D World looks effectively almost identical to the new Super Mario Bros. World because they're keeping it in the 2D side scrolling right. perspective, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. And so uh, it, it, I'm extremely excited. It's been one of the games I've wanted for the Switch since the Switch was announced. Uh, one of my favorite Wii U games, absolutely. Um, I'm nervous about uh, uh, playing without the t touch screen. Obviously, they've made some uh, adjustments to accommodate that. Like, the new wheels are really cool. Mm -hmm. You won't have to, like, shake your stylus to upgrade your things. You just have these cool wheels that appear. Um, yeah, I'm extremely, extremely excited about this game. Real quick, though, we did. Uh, it's not a question I included in here, but there was a question I saw asking, do we think that the Mario Maker 2 will come with the stylus packaged in? Because I guess the original oh, Mario Maker sure. came with one. What? The original Super Mario Maker came with a, a oh, stylus. Oh, 3DS. On 3DS. Did it? I mean, on Wii U, you got one. You got one right off the bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, could it come with one, do you think? Just to Because like, you were saying... I think the Vox version probably could. Could it? And would it, would that really alleviate, or or do you think like the, the the wheel tool thing is going to be enough that you don't really need a stylus? 
Um, I'd love a stylus. Yeah, I, would, I think people would want one. Yeah. I think they would, And you're too. right. Like, the yeah. Switch is light enough. You can kind of hold it with one hand, and it'd almost be less cumbersome than the Wii U gamepad. Yeah, I can see that happening. I, I would could, love that. I can see if you had, like, stylus-only input, you'd probably remove, like, the Joy-Cons and even make it lighter. Just, mm-hmm. like, hold it like a tablet style. But um, then I, you want to... Like, what I love about the Wii U is being able to flip between development and gaming at the same... So quickly. Mm. So you'd want to keep yes. them on, on there, really. What about you, Billworth? What do you think about this announcement? Um, yeah, I think it's good. I mean, I'm more excited just for the potential of Don's levels and Kyle's <laughs> levels. You know, it's like <laughs> I never got into making my own levels that much. I think like I just kind of dabbled in it and then I don't know, got distracted. Like I think I got that game and like another game in like the same year for Christmas. And so it was just like, well, the other game, I'm off to the races and then didn't get back to Mario Maker itself, uh, except when we were doing stuff with it. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, very interested. Somebody pointed out the fact that uh, Luigi's on the cover. Yes, so, actually, there's more than just Luigi on the cover. And well, well, there's some some blocks and things. Yeah, so there's a there's actually a lot of like things that were in the trailer, but specifically what you're talking about with the the the, the box reveal. Yeah. So uh, apparently there it hints at there's artwork on the box that shows Koopa Troopa driving a car. Like driving some kind of like oh, automobile looking lo- thing. The, the go-kart thing. Yeah, that's the go-kart thing. There's one of those. How uh, did I miss that? Luigi, Toad, and Toadette are all on the box art. Though Luigi is the more prominently featured one in the, the logo now. So could they all be playable? Um, basically, uh, if you really want to get into the, the, the nitty-gritty of the changes, the Mario Maker subreddit has documented like over 50 different changes mm. in the in this thing. Yeah. I mean, as you talked about, the Super Mario 3D world changes, Kyle. So getting, you could have the cat suit. Uh, transparent, uh, transparent warp pipes. Um, a lot of enemies from Super Mario 3D World will also be inv- available as well. Uh, vertically, vertically scrolling levels. That's something that wasn't there before, and uh, that custom scrolling we saw with the oh, the airships yeah. moving yeah. like the bird icon up, and then it like kind of like diagonally scrolled up like that. Apparently, there's going to be coin collecting objectives. This is the, something that actually really excites me. Uh, as someone who likes to make levels that are about exploring more than defeating enemies okay. or getting yeah. through it as fast as possible, I'm, I'm really excited to have different types of objectives in a level. So, like, yeah, the idea yeah. of, like, hey, collect 10 coins, I hid them in this really cool world or this really cool city or something is pretty exciting. Yeah, like, the, I, I think it's going to give people more freedom, Kyle, because yeah. there will be custom objectives like that, and it won't necessarily just be reach the, you know, the flagpole or reach, you know, the end of the level. But I think the 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 kind of... Thing that people are might be inferring from Mario and Luigi both being there and the key art mm-hmm. is somehow being able to like cooperatively build a level. Yeah, because they're both wearing the construction gear. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, you and so I think count on it. Like I think that could be you know this weird in a way kind of a workaround to hmm. you know the you know being able to hold the the Wii gamepad, the Wii U gamepad in your hand and see the thing on the TV is like it's basically like you connect like multiplayer with two switches similar to maybe how uh, Mario Party did. I'm also like thinking about this Budworth, I can see that as a possibility. What do you guys say, Kyle? You look no, like oh. I never even considered that's genius blood. Yeah, that's a pretty good idea. Now I'm going to have to buy two switches. <laughs> but I'm also thinking about what if they uh, if you have the online service? What if there is a, a way to do kind of like a Google Docket essentially? Yeah, like your, right. your, your 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 course. You have people who are like collaborating on it. While you could also have like people QA testing it like at the same time. Like, hey, I just finished this part. Hey, can you QA QA test the first like twenty percent of the level? That's ready to go. Yeah, it'd be interesting if they allowed that much in depth you know and that that's what that signifies like the the mario and luigi signifies 
a more collaborative nature of designing yeah. and building the levels. That'd Works be awesome. in Minecraft, right? Like, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. It is also coming, uh, coming uh, June 2019. Um, so it's a summer title. Yeah. Uh, that's a big deal. But uh, It'll but, be E3 and S. I think it'll come after E3. Yeah, I, I think sure it'll, it'll be like come out. Yeah. yeah, I hope. At least I hope it does. I hope it doesn't come out like the week of or week before. That would that'd be a nightmare. That'd be a bad idea. Also, one thing I think would be a bad idea for that is where our first patron question comes about because there's okay, an aspect of this that uh, I'm curious about. And uh, this first one comes from Andre Funk. Do you think that accessing other user-made levels in Super Mario Maker 2 would require a Nintendo Online subscription? Oh. Here we go. Yes. And also... Yes, though, right? Yes. It will. It's, it totally will. Yeah. Do you really think so? Yeah. I say it should probably come after E3 because this is a very online-focused game with designing the, uh, the sure. levels and sharing them. It'd be weird to try and do that during E3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm curious. I, I wonder if there's like some kind of like half-step compromise or something they might do is where like you can buy the game and you can download levels, but you can't do like a like if there's a co-op creator, like you can't do that, but you can fl- you can download levels and play them because you don't play levels online, you know, or maybe maybe you can and maybe that's restricted to where like you can download levels, but you can't play multiplayer without the online service. Do you think they might? split the difference in terms of like you can download levels but you cannot upload levels unless you're or something like thing like that because i i, I kind of feel like it's going to be a it's it's going to be an all or none and i think the workaround would be you can share your levels locally with your friends or something yeah. like that if you don't have the online right you can save them and have your friends or play. maybe they put a cap maybe there's a weekly cap you can only download x yeah. amount of levels or upload x amount of levels in a week if you're a free member but if you're online it's unlimited yeah. you know i don't know i don't know man i mean you know smash bros you have to pay to play online on wii u you didn't you know what i mean so it's like i don't think you can use wii u as a precedent i think they'll absolutely try to make you pay for online to play I, this i guess i like, just think it's a different thing yeah. because you're not playing online right it, i guess I mean, it as is, far as we know so far in terms of like how demanding it would be on your connection and, yeah. and their servers yeah, like, and everything i get what you're saying and like the file sizes on those things there's, there's nothing right also, a big, I mean, this is a way more important part of the game, I would say, is the creating and sharing and downloading of levels for Super Mario Maker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's, yeah, I think it's more integral. Online is a, a significant component of Smash, on, uh, Smash Ultimate's online, but at the same time, you have a very meaty offline and single player experience there. Whereas we're not entirely sure if Super Mario Maker 2 is going to offer anything like that. They've got, they got some good levels to play. We're assuming. Yep. Yeah, we're assuming that. Yep. And I hope it does. Otherwise, I think that strengthens the argument that they should probably let you have a little bit of a free-to-play experience. Actually, um, I really hope they do the same thing where they gate uh, your access to tools. Uh, Mario Maker, Super Mario Maker 1, like you can't, you do most of the stuff straight off the game. Like when you first open it, you like it's like time gated. You have to mm. like earn the right to use the more I got complex you. pieces. So they don't throw too much at you so you're yeah. overwhelmed. It actually, I, I like I like that. Uh, like Little that. Big Planet made you go through tutorials before you could unlock things too, and I like that as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, it just keeps it from being overwhelming. They won't allow you to be overwhelmed in a way, and I don't mind that. I wholeheartedly agree with that. Even though, like, you know, we'll hop in. We already know how to use all these tools. We're very familiar with them. Like, I, I think it's still creatively a fun thing to do as well. As well. Yeah. Um, here's my one criticism before we move on, Damiani, which, which you've already debunked, is the way I feel about the Super Mario Maker 2 uh, and 1 is kind of just like, hey, we're going to allow you to make a lot of the stuff using the same tools that we already had. You can't 
there's nothing outside of what has already existed in a Mario game. And so I think, you know, it'd be cool to see things that are, like, outside of Mario games. I mean, obviously, like, sure, you can pilot Bowser's, like, cool little clown bulb. Uh, uh, but Yeah. And well, you, you could also, um, you had those, like, the weird uh, mystery mushroom things where you change in all those Amiibos. Characters. The yeah. Amiibo characters. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I love those. I uh, hope those, can, well, those will obviously continue. They're so good. Uh, but the idea of like a Koopa driving a cart and putting that in my level is really exciting. And that's where I think the potential is. Like you, they should be going nuts in Mario Maker. They don't need to follow all the rules of Mario games. They can you, they can do some truly wild things here. And that's what I would want to see more of. I got, I, I, I have the same hopes, Kyle. One of our questions actually asked about what, new things we could expect to see or hope to see. Cool. And one of them regards uh, the, uh, we saw Super Mario 3D World's art style. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Alex uh, McMillan wants to know, in regards to the gorgeous new style sheet for Mario Maker 2 based on 3D World, do you think we'll see any other new styles? And so, if so, based on what, I personally would love to see them try something left field like a Paper Mario style Ooh. sheet. Oh, that's a good suggestion. That's nice. <laughs> that's nice. Uh, uh, I was thinking 64. I, I was thinking 64 could work, mm-hmm. and the way it differentiates it is that you get all of his moves. You get the punch, you get like the mm-hmm. the backwards flip and triple jumps, yes. and like wall jump. Well, I guess the other one already has but, wall jumps. Yeah, I guess that's the thing that's kind of weird about him, though. Is I mean, there's nothing you can do unique in a specific look, is there? Like they're all just skins in a way. Yes. Yeah. Oh no! Uh, totally. You, there are you like in Mario Maker One. There are some things that there are moves you can't do in some modes. Oh, okay. And there are like items that will not appear in some modes. Got it. Okay. Like the Tanuki tail will only appear in Mario Three mode. I'm assuming, yeah, like the the cat bell will only appear in in Three D World mode, yeah. probably too. So. Okay, that makes a little more sense. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, I got stuck in my head that like it's just a visual thing you could swap between them without any consequence. Yeah. But no, that's a. Huge difference in design. Yeah, but even like some of the, like the two D elements, like what was a tree would turn into like a steel beam. It's like what? Come on, stuff like that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like it definitely changes. Like it's not like you can just swap all across and your level will work perfectly each time. Our last question, in a nutshell, from uh, Joseph Caruso, basically asked: Do we think that? Wait, be... I want to hear what Blood wants. What? Oh, sorry, yeah, we didn't wants. ask what you want. Thank oh, you, visual style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you want? Oh goodness. Um... Because, sorry, Wild Blood thinks the yeah. 64, like, yeah. the idea of, like, the coin collection thing is, like, with the 64, you can have uh, more of an exploration-style level. If you have verticality and things like that, you can make a really cool 2D level with that visual style. I really want that. And it's happening. I'm... A, like, the question is, like, will more appear? The answer is absolutely Oh, yeah. Will. Yes. It's just, yeah, like, how many more new ones will they do? And yeah. you know, what cool new, like, items or, you know... I'm trying to think about what's left, but maybe Mario Land 2. Super Mario Land 2? That'd be so Six cool. Six coins? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just Game Boy style. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, just Game Boy. Yeah, oh, like, well, I mean, Mario idea. Land was almost. <laughs> yeah, I don't want that's Mario like, Land like 1. A game but, like, game, Super but, yeah. Mario Land yeah. 2, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's such a cool idea, That's a good bud. idea. And like the weird hats and all that. There's yeah. a lot of cool <laughs> stuff in those games. Oh, yeah. Really good world map, too. Yeah. That's a good game. Doesn't get enough credit. Oh. I'm really, I'm really excited to see what people have planned for that. Um, like their courses and stuff, obviously. Don, you know what Don's gonna have in store for us. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go check out a uh, Huber syndrome where uh, Huber and uh, Don Casanova talk about their reactions to Mario Maker Two, 
see uh, the, the the master designer and his excitement about the possibilities that will be coming. Um, just a quick final question from Joseph Crusoe. Do we think there's any chance that the uh, levels from Mario Maker 1 will be able to be downloaded into Mario Maker 2? Like people's created levels in Mario Maker 1. Do you think they'll leave, like, give you any access to that infrastructure, that ecosystem? Or do you think it's just going to be cut off and everything starts fresh? New? The problem is they don't have a good way of like connecting those accounts. Well, I guess they have. They, yeah, they have connected the Wii U and the 3DS accounts to your Switch. Um I mean, I guess they could. It's weird. It's feasible in a weird way. So, like, what you'd have to do is re-upload it, I think. You'd have to beat it again to prove that, like, with the new, whatever new additions they have, that your level still works functionally. Mm. But I'm going to guess no. I'm going to guess that wouldn't mm. be too much work, and they just want a fresh start. I, don't, I think we're going to have to let all, all of our old levels go. That's my guess. That's my gut reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Do you agree, blood? Or do you, do you think that if you, you got to make a, make a call? What do you what do you think? Uh, I think they might go for it. Ah. I think it's like just bad news waiting to happen that you know they don't really need on that game. <laughs> I hear you. You know, it's like all of us. You know, like if people just expect this to be like this, you know, the switch port or whatever. You know, even though it says two, and it's like, what? My old levels don't work. This sucks. A little big planet did it. You know, so mm. yeah. I think they could do something like a, an app in both systems to do like a transfer thing. They've done that between oh. systems before. Like Monster Hunter did from Wii to Wii U. Uh, Maybe. Sure. Yeah. I think I think it's do I do definitely agree it's doable. It's just whether or not they want to spend the effort to do that. Yeah, yeah. it was weird with Little Big Planet. Like a, one of my levels just like broke going into two. Like there were so many changes that it just didn't work anymore. Mm. And so yeah, I, I don't know. It depends on how many changes they're making for sure. Yeah. We'll but see. you're right. It was cool that Little Big Planet did that. We'll see. Would be a nice touch if they can make it happen, but never know. Uh, next up from the announcements and direct, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order, got an update. Um, I'm kind of curious your thoughts about this game. We've seen it twice now. We saw the reveal announcement. Mm-hmm. We got to see it. It in, doesn't look we got amazing. To, we got to see it in action now. Yeah, I like that. But we're saying <laughs> it doesn't look amazing. Yeah. I mean, it kind of looks like they just look... I mean, I know it's a completely different developer, but it sort of looks like they took the old engine. It's <laughs> like, here's a new game. <laughs> they did show, like, I forget in the trailer, they talked about the camera. Yes, there is a uh, dynamic camera mode where it gets, like, it's up close and personal. Yeah. They call it, like, an action, like, dynamic action mm. shot. I think that is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, at least we got to see gameplay. Um, yeah, man, it's, I think the game is the right game in a weird way. Mm-hmm. It's never going to be Square Enix's Avengers game, right? And so it's kind of just like it's filling this, like, I'll say doofy. It's kind of like a doofy game, but I think it's going to be extremely fun. All right. Um, I kind of, I, I do have some reservations about how it looks. Um, and I do have some concerns about uh, the, the longevity of this game in terms of, like, playing through it and we got a we got a question in just a second that ask about that they, they have a good uh comparison okay. for this game to other games that right. to ask about it but just to sum up real quick yeah we talked about the close camera captain marvel will be playable and this yeah. so was kind of like their big reveal at the end they te- kept 
they put a lot of time into the the ultimate attacks. Like each character has their own unique one, yeah. and then you can combine it with your your friends. And the screen them. is a mess. I mean, yeah. That's, yeah. that's ultimate alliance. Yeah, it's like it's, if it doesn't have that, then something's so like not my, right. my point. Yeah, I was gonna make the point. Like they were basically going over obvious features, and there wasn't anything too terribly exciting right. about the the video, except it was kind of like by the numbers. I think Venom showed up. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, broke through like a door or something at one point. Or are you trying? Venom's cool. No, I'm not. But sure. Yeah, I, saw, I remember. Uh, hmm. Anyway, you're totally right. Yeah, you're yeah, absolutely it, right that there's not like a new feature, a new huge thing to be excited about for this game. And it's coming coming summer 2019. Yeah, so it's coming soon. Um, and let's get that patron question real quick because I like this. Sure. Uh, so from uh, Jake Steinberg, um, can Marvel Ultimate Alliance hold up in 2019? Uh, the last Ultimate Alliance game didn't have much to offer after beating the campaign. I've had a lot of fun playing Diablo 3 on my Switch, but I cannot help but think if you strip Diablo of its ladder of difficulty levels, customizable characters, varied loot, and procedurally generated post-game challenges, I would get bored of it quickly. Does Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 need to do some of these things to be successful in 2019, or is a solid campaign enough? Um... Yeah, I think a solid campaign's enough. I don't think every game has to be infinitely replayable. You know, it, it's and you're gonna have the benefit of if, if that game is made the way it should be, then it's one of those things where like, okay, you maybe you play the campaign by yourself, but the the joy of it is couch co-op, you know, and it should be easy enough that anyone can jump in to any level to any point that you're at and play along with you and so that's just something that's going to be like somewhat inherently fun you know no matter how many times you've done it like just getting somebody else in there it's like i just want to play as wolverine and slash stuff you know it's like it does, the game doesn't have to be that crazy complex and it's probably better in some ways if it's not too far in that direction yeah i feel like the game is budgeted appropriately Okay. Like, like Blood said, it doesn't need to be that replayable because they're and they're not making that big of an investment in it, right? Um, but I will say, in the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games, one of the funnest things you can do is unlock alternate costumes. Like, they're hard challenges. They're hard to do. Uh, as many as, of those as they can put in, the better. You know, Wolverine's got, like, he's got, like, five potentially really cool skins. And so, like, put them all in. Um, and those will be DLC down the line for sure, right? Those will be the reasons to come back if they do. Um, you know, play through, play through uh, this whole other arc or something like that. Um, and yeah, uh, it's a fair question. It is an old game style, but I will say personally, replayed uh, Ultimate Alliance 2, which is a bad game, with a friend, I think like three years ago, and we had a blast. Like those, the games are just kind of dumb fun. And I think there's no sign that this, this game is not recognizing that. It knows what it is. Agreed. I don't think, to my best of my knowledge, there wasn't online co-op for any of the previous ones, right? Or was there mm. for Ultimate Alliance 2? Can't confirm, dude. But like this one will have local and four-player online co-op. One yeah. thing I would like to see is, if you're going through like the, the campaigns, I'd like to see drop-in and drop-out. Where if I just play two, like I can party up with random people. Mm. Yeah. And if I go through like two levels and I'm like, I've had enough for today, I can back out. But it doesn't necessarily end their session. Like, if they want to keep going, yeah, someone I mean, else it should because yeah. that was one of the things. Uh, was it the first Ultimate Alliance? When I was doing the preview, uh, the developers were really happy with the GameCube because the GameCube was the only system at that time where you could just pull yes. the controller yes. out and it wouldn't give you like a warning message and stop the game. Mm -hmm. Like that. But yeah, like, 
I, I would love that. Like I can, I, I I played two levels. I'm done for the day. I'll come back tomorrow. And when I come back the next day, I can resume at that part either into by myself with like AI controlled players, locally pl locally controlled players, or I can go back online and look for other people. Hey, who's at level two? Who wants to join me at level two? Hey, let's go. You know, yeah. I would love that if it has that. I think I, it should have that. And also, kind of the fun of the the series is uh, getting deeper into the game and adding new characters that you could select. And you're like, oh man, I got to unlock all his moves, and so you can like go back to those earlier levels and kind of grind up your character. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. I like cool. it. Um, next game we want to talk about, um, big tease, uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Got a little bit of screen time. <laughs> big tease. Big tease. That's a tease. Version three. Not that big. That was a little tease. Version three point <laughs> coming this spring. Yep. Great. And then they they said we we can't talk about anything right now. Details will be coming later. Mm -hmm. Um, why did you just? The Cut image it. was a big Yoshi egg. So here Maybe we go. 34 minutes. Yeah. Yes. So here we go. Here's the thing. Huh. Um, people are looking at those mosaic images on the Switch. Oh, no. And people are saying, that's Stage Builder right there. Oh, that looks like a, a new mode, air, like a new area of the, like, the screen to select different modes. So people are speculating that this version 3.0 is going to be meaty. You know what? That's not just balance changes. Mm. Because they, because people unscrambling uh, mosaics found spirits. spirits. Yes. I'll listen. I'll listen to them. So, so the expectation is that we're getting stage builder and we're probably getting other modes at, at like stadium. It's probably coming. Like the stadium stuff that wasn't there at the beginning. So home run contest. Oh, cool. Break the targets. Probably some maybe some new stuff. Break the target seems a little much, but if it's there, I'd love it. I mean. We'll see what they have. Um, a lot. That's a lot of levels to decide. They also showed Joker's in-game model for a second. For a second, he like crouched, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they announced that there will be uh, between the the direct and the end of April, we'd be seeing Joker uh, Fighter Pack One drop. Mm -hmm. And today, Nintendo tweeted out that they can confirm it's coming in April. Uh, um, of that's yeah. it. It was just yeah. like it's coming in April. No, <laughs> so the fact they couldn't give it a date. This tease plus the, the announcement today all but confirms there will be a Smash Direct between today and the end of April, whenever Joker so backs in March. April. So we're probably in March, we're going to get a Smash Direct that covers all this. And I, as we'll see from the rest of this presentation, there really aren't any games coming out in April or May. Mm -hmm. I think they're just clearing out May for Smash because I think it's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to be added to it. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, I think it's going to be a big deal. When you said earlier that online is not a big component of Smash, the you are correct. It should be. That should be a huge focus of Nintendo is figuring out how to make that game more compelling online. Uh, and so I hope for things that aren't like you know break the target. I I hope that there are uh, more reasons to incentivize people to keep playing online to unlock uh, new skins new taunts, new titles, uh, new victory poses. Why can't you unlock new victory poses in Smash Bros? Like, that's, that's money on the table, baby. <laughs> because this is probably going to come out end of April, Kyle. Yeah. And rather than spending money on those poses, we're going to get those Detective Pikachu skins. Yes. Because that movie comes uh, out yes. first week of May. That's a Call it now. We're getting those Detective Pikachu skins. Yes. Realistic Pokemon skins are coming there. Mm -hmm. um, but Kyle, but the online argument, stage builder. No, if, realistic skins for everybody. Yeah, everyone. Oh. Yeah. Realistic <laughs> Ness. Yes. yes. Oh. <laughs> Ness's body wasn't furry. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, no. oh, um, right. okay. But 
the argument for compelling people to like buy into online, play more online components. We talked about Mario Maker two levels, like whether or not it's going to be required online to participate in sharing and downloading. Mm-hmm. If this is if stage builder is a real thing, same thing is that you also need online to upload and download other oh, people's yeah. stages. Yep. What if they have like leaderboards and stuff tied to any of these new home run stuff or not home run, sorry, stadium stuff. Oh. And you can't view leaderboards or something unless you're an online person. It's just like, mm. oh, here's, here's your best time, but mm. we're not going to like, like, or maybe you can download ghost or videos or mm-hmm. something of a, 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 like just more functionality. Yeah. It's not the best, but the more they can add on to that, it sucks. Like that stuff should, I'd argue that should just be free and you shouldn't need to pay like an online service fee. But Nintendo's trying to be like, you know, giving more incentives for people. Hey, we know what you will actually pay for. Yeah. That's starting to like, you know, push in the right direction. I think in addition to just playing online, new online functionality stuff though, Kyle. Yes. I think this update is going to talk about online stuff. Good. Like whether it's going to be, hey, we're working to fix, if they're going to do anything to try and fix this, like, you know, your connection to people or just offer more alternatives for stuff to do online when fighting people, this is the time. Like version 3.0 yeah. is the time to do it. That's it for Smash. Smash always comes up every week. We talked about it for longer than it was in that presentation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, next up, uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Uh, deceptive, because oh, yeah. it seemed pretty matter-of-fact. But after uh, diving in a little bit more, there were, there were, there was some more stuff in there. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, how do you feel about it? And that, that was probably, like, the most comprehensive look we've seen at of that game. Um, I mean, the game's come a long way. Yeah. It's weird, though, because I think still so far I feel like Curse of the Moon, like, just resonates better. Let's hmm. the aesthetic. Um but yeah, I'm I'm interested to see you know how it plays, how it's improved. Um, but uh, but yeah, just f- from seeing it, yeah. I'm like well, here's just the game again, and here's the announcement for its release date. But what else was in there? I mean, so one of the the, the new reveals is the character customization. Uh, can, oh right, oh yeah, and that, changing that, how, like two degrees. Which I thought was kind of okay. yeah. They but, had they yeah, had yeah they had that. Um, I was curious about like like aesthetically and like the the the, the mechanics you were seeing. Um, did, did that like kind of entice you? Did it make you feel good about the direction they've gone with this game, or were there any concerns? There's one point in the North American direct I will just call out. If you don't remember, there was a there was a framey part during a platforming sequence. No, and it I was, don't remember that. Wasn't the is video? It, was it was it the <laughs> part where like the world is like shifting and like 180? Like the it's just like moving around. It's it was just, part like, of that. It was around. it was jumping. No, it was when the, the world was wrapping around. They were showing like you, the limits. You can, or you can go beyond limits of 2D with yeah, like 3D yeah. I think and jumping between gears. Yeah, oh, it, okay. it kind of like stuttered for a bit. And it wasn't the video, and it's still yeah. in the the YouTube video that you can go watch. But I want to point out that uh, the Reddit for this point uh, did some sleuthing in the, in the Japanese direct. Mm-hmm. There, they said that the Japanese direct is based on the newest build of the game, mm. um, and, um, and the North American build is built uh, based on an older build because if you look at the footage in the Japanese build, like no issues whatsoever, and okay. they actually show more in the Japanese version. So huh. apparently, they got uh, a few extra clips that weren't in our presentation. Cool, um, but yeah, coming summer. You know, I was mostly curious of like what you thought about customization, Man, if that was can, anything. I can, sometimes I'm like, I, I think that Nintendo Directs must spend months in development. Just that thing that you told me, Damiani, that the Japanese audience got a different clip from the, the U.S. audience. That's crazy. You know, just like the time that is put into these things, is, it's nuts to me sometimes. The coordination that's involved. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I'm, I would love to like see, uh, 
you know, a behind the scenes peek of like different territories having to work. Cause I always thought like someone mm-hmm. just does the capture, cuts the trailer and then they send it to the other territories like uh, raw essentially. And like do your dubbing or subtitling you're going to do. But even I think the sequence of shots was different for the ones they even use. So, yeah. uh, and I think they went in more depth about like some item system and stuff in the Japanese version cool. that I don't think it was any new information, mm-hmm. but it showed you more just another cool uh, kind of like, point out of differences between the directs that we get that sometimes they're not exactly the same yeah and we're interested in nintendo does this because i don't think i'm trying to think of instances where any other company like the big three like microsoft or sony doing like a a, a, a press conference where it's different in different territories because they don't do direct style right. videos and we, we just straight up watch their tgs press conferences yeah it's weird yeah even uh the oh gosh not xbox live the uh xbox show why am i forgetting its name the monthly one access uh because isn't it pre-recorded sometimes yeah yeah uh, yeah sometimes yeah so sometimes like even that i don't think that they Mexico do any City differences one was, yeah for sure um, uh, i'm really really sorry <laughs> we forgot the name but anyway inside, yes uh, inside X, uh, inside xbox it's inside xbox i think there that's it yes thank you nice anyway one. saved us we're not uh, yeah we're not yeah there was a Kotaku article that just called out that particular show. It's like inside Xbox yes, is not they working. They said it wasn't working. Yeah. yeah. Like, and they were like uh, looking at like it's not a Nintendo Direct. Yeah. It like doesn't do that. It's not as good it's as a press way conference. Too focused on the like special editions of consoles that are just like literally like a games box on the front of the box. You know, it's like uh, but still, like, like if Kotaku had an article that's like, the Easy Eyes podcast is not working, I'd feel so attacked, you know? It's like <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's God. just a show. You know, it's just, like, oh man, yeah. brutal. Well, did you see the the PC Gamer article about Ubisoft reports great earnings and did not have to lay off eight hundred people? <laughs> yeah, called out for sure. <laughs> they know what they're doing. The headline. All right, <laughs> that's brutal, but so 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 fair. Dragon Quest Builders Two was next. Oh yeah. So this was a the uh, this uh, segment was uh, important in the fact that they gave the release date for North America. It's been confirmed to be coming in the West. We finally got a date, uh, July twelfth. I know Brandon Jones is really happy about this and excited about this. Oh, game. Builders Two, yeah, yeah. Dragon Quest Builders Two. Sorry. How do you two feel about Dragon Quest Builders Two, or just Dragon Quest Builders in general? Have you either of you touched it? played it before or not really no i haven't anything they've shown actually get you interested in trying it out even just once the switch version seems devoid of a particular visual style that builders had on oh. you know ps4 uh that i kind of like miss okay um you know in the switch version but it, it's like to me that's such a cool franchise i'm into it i'm into like hey let's put a ton of lore into a minecraft game uh like that's fine absolutely uh it's weird it's taken so long yeah. And I mean, we'll talk about Dragon Quest Eleven probably immediately after this, right? Yeah. It's just weird this stuff takes so long, man. I think it's a uniquely Dragon Quest thing. Especially when things are coming to the West yeah. in terms of Dragon Quest. Yeah. It just hasn't... Yeah, it just does, lives by its kind of like own code right now. It doesn't go for like the, the worldwide, you know, releases and stuff just yet. Just because yeah. like the market hadn't proven, you know, outside of Japan that it was like worth it to do that. You and know? I think we still haven't. I think we'll still get Dragon Quest games late. Yeah, uh... I, I kind of intend to agree with that. They said their uh, Dragon Quest Eleven sales were better than expectations. I remember the original report; everyone thought doom and gloom, and then yeah. we saw the follow up, mm. and it's like, oh no, no, actually, you know, actually did not so bad. Don't worry, don't freak out. Right. Uh, whether or not that interprets the Square Enix saying, "Hey, <laughs> it did well enough to keep making games," I think it wasn't that Monster Hunter World style. It wasn't that step up. 
Mm. Right. Right. Like Monster Hunter's always had a hard time penetrating U.S. market, uh, global market, really. Uh, and then it did just poof. That, I thought Dragon Quest XI would be that for Dragon Quest, and it totally wasn't. I honestly, I know there's kind of arguments to this, but I kind of expect the what we're talking about next to be the the answer to that. It'll be like the the, okay. the final, the one two punch. The first punch was Dragon Quest XI coming to the West. The stronger like right hand punch coming through that right hook is going to be Definitive Edition, which we'll talk about in a sec. But sure. I want to get Dragon Quest Builders just a, a quick uh, sh- more shout outs with the, uh, the the features they talked about. So new to Dragon Quest Builders too, you can uh, dash and glide and explore in first person, and you can glide, swim that's a, that's underwater. Breath of, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, there's <laughs> gliding. So all these gliding. the simple traversal mechanics like yeah. that can make. Uh, experience so much more meaningful and enjoyable, honestly, Kyle. Think about it. If you just like I'm not, Damiani, just, I'm not buying it just, right now. Just, <laughs> I, I'm just walking across my Dragon Quest Builders world and, and Dragon Quest Builders 1. Up here, I'm like, yo, check out what I can do. Swoosh. Just gliding around them. Sprint, and then he's you like, sprint straight into a and pool. And then you go like, jump into the water and yeah. start swinging. Like, don't you wish you could come play with me over here? And he's like, looking over the fence like, that's so cool. Uh, Mom, can I go play at the Dragon Quest Builders 2 park? No, I'm like, I already have a really cool <laughs> castle built. I, uh, you want me to start my castle from fresh? That's that's the, that's the stern mother. It's like, uh-uh, yeah. uh, you've got your toys over here. I just yeah. bought these for you, honey. Yeah. Like, finish playing with them first. Then maybe later you can go out and get the new one. Uh, it's cheap, but I think first person's cool. Because, yeah, it harkens back to, like, the combat of Dragon Quest, the series known for. Also Minecraft. Also Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. I think it's there because of Minecraft. Well, I also think it makes it a lot easier. I remember, you know, Jones having to get into weird angles. Like oh, yeah? Just trying to decorate, decorate rooms and stuff and place things. Okay. That's actually kind of important for just people for who love doing that. Yes, yeah. that is an issue. And final thing it's going to have, it's going to have uh, retro maps. So when you look at the world map, it's retro uh, uh, like oh, 16 yeah, 8-bit. Yeah. Or, or it's either 8 or 16-bit, I forget. Um, so it's going to look like an old-school Dragon Quest map. Forgot about another about another Dragon Quest Eleven thing that was shocking. Yes, let's uh, let's just dive into Dragon Let's get Quest in, 11. man, because there's uh, so much. And again, July July twelfth for Dragon Quest Builders, but Dragon Quest Eleven S Definitive Edition got a big chunk of this. There were three points. Wait, is Definitive Edition in the title? Yes. Yes. Oh. Three points. Koizumi. This the the director is presented by Yoshiaki Koizumi. Uh-huh. Three times he said, "Let's take a break from these headlines. Fade to black. We get to see a game that was focused." Yeah. And Dragon Quest S Definitive edition. It's got, they spent a long time on it. How'd you feel about that trailer? Because when we were watching it, I know Blowworth, you were there with us. Oh, the, yeah. The, the weird narration. It's like way too long. The, the, the voice actor just describing everything that, if you've played this game, you, you know this already. Mm-hmm. And it just felt a little too intrusive. I was like, I don't, I don't need this. You're going a little too far with this. Yeah, it's a hard game to sell, right? It's yeah. a hard game to because I don't think they want people who've already played it. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's called Definitive Edition, but they want, they want new people. They want Switch owners to play this. Um. Yeah, man, but you're so right in that the features involved are for series fans. It's for people who already know and love Dragon Quest, so it is, it's a strange package for sure, and it's so weird it's coming out so late. Uh, you, like, the 16-bit, like, you can play this entire game in this weird 16-bit version. Well, that's the 3DS So, stuff, yes, right, is yeah. li- they were literally just taking the 3DS version, which let is display... That what the 3DS so, the 3DS, like 3DS version the had, had two... Yeah, the two screens. One screen would display in, like, 3DS 3D graphics, uh-huh. and the bottom would be 16-bit sprite work. 
And they're literally just taking that 16-bit sprite work version and applying it to the Switch version because the 3DS version has never come out outside of Japan. Sure. So uh, like, if you it. look at them side so by that side, was already they're, done. They're, it's already been done. Okay, it's okay. like exactly the same. That makes, it makes way more sense yeah. to me now. But uh, there are other things that are coming to it that like I think are designed to get people who've already played it to come back for, for a second go. First of all, it will include orchestrated tracks for the field and battle tunes. <laughs> so not everything in the game is going to get orchestrated. Which versions. honestly... The field and battle tunes means almost nothing. Wait, what? I mean... Isn't that what you hear the most? To a degree, but like you're... There's like all these, you know, the town music and uh, event music and all of this other stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's like, a lot being left out. I do remember yeah. Jones the, hating the cutscenes because the music was bad during cutscenes. I do remember that. Yeah, like the, the battle music, I think, is probably... Mostly just like the same song through most of the game, right? They didn't mix up the battle music all that much. And there's, there's different battle tunes. Mm-hmm. There's the regular, there's a boss battle. I only played to the end of the first arc. I think I heard maybe three different battle song okay. variations. So maybe it was and I don't know if they change them up. Right yeah, I don't know if like in different phases of the game, the battle music changes. It's like a lot of games, especially Square Enix games, tend to do that at at points. Um, like I think t- Dragon Quest doesn't, though. Yeah, I don't know if Dragon Quest does. It's like, a very stubborn composer. Yeah. I'm surprised I, they even got this. Yeah. Well, don't worry, because if for some reason you just like can't stand those orchestrated tunes, mm-hmm. you can swap right back to the original versions. There'll be a toggle option for that. So, you know, don't worry. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're offended by those orchestrated songs. <laughs> um, this will be the only version, that only version confirmed so far, to have both English and Japanese audio, VO. Mm-hmm. The Japanese VO did okay, not. Okay, yeah, I wasn't sure. About Japanese that. VO did not exist before this version. There's only there's oh, only right. they only made English VO for the Western release. Yeah. Um. So wow. this version's getting it, and uh, once this once it was confirmed uh, that this 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 feature is confirmed, I think is back far back as like I think December of last year, maybe even before that. Uh, a lot of Japanese fans wrote as I was informed very politely to the developers saying oh could you please add the japanese vo to like the ps4 version and there's been like no answer to that yet so given this a lot of the stuff here this is an exclusive version I wonder how polite this game is an exclusive version to switch i don't think the japanese audio is coming in any other versions i think it's they're gonna make you buy it this is they're gonna push you to buy this and i think it'll do really i mean it'll do very well in this, japan i'm saying it now this will be the best-selling version of dragon quest 11 Mm-hmm. It will out. It will. Its switch sales will outsell combined sales of all other versions. It I, won't even be close. I well, it did sell on 3ds, man. I don't know. Combined 3ds and PS4. Well, let's ignore J- J- Japan 3ds sales. Let's talk about this. Like, let's talk about like the. Yeah. What? No. You can't. You can't <laughs> Japan 3ds sales. Japan 3ds. Come on. Actually, I don't you know. How, just, how well oh it? no! Ignore that giant chunk of the thing did that I just the 3DS said. Did 3ds version actually sell that well? Uh, I I think it did comparatively like okay for Dragon Quest. You know what? I'll stick to I, my I guns. I'll, I'll sell even the 3DS version. But by you might a lot. be right. That's the thing is it might still because all Switch games do. No, actually, the, because anything, the 3DS right? version is like not graphically on par. But like again, right. 3DS is still a huge system in Japan. Yeah, it is a so weird thing because it's weird. The 3DS exists, so it's in the middle ground. You know I was making. It a, is still weird to me to call it definitive edition and not have the best visuals. Yeah, like, that's what? that's hilarious. What? That Come this on. version definitive. It's more. I think it's features. Yeah. Why it's called definitive yeah. visually. 
yeah, it doesn't. It's not going to compare to the PS4 or PC versions. Right, but like how I was saying, there was a visual element missing from Builders. This one actually, I was like, this looks okay. Hmm. I, I don't feel like they're like it's it's oh, yes. missing its style that is present on the console PC version. From what I could see from the footage and, and having played the PC version mm-hmm. and like max settings, it basically just looks a little bit blurrier. Yeah, is like the best way I can describe it. Um, but it's still look for like and being on Switch, especially if there was like handheld mode. Who knows? It looked pretty decent. Yeah, you know, much better than I expected. Uh, touching on that point, and uh, sorry to skip ahead, Damiani, but I was floored at the gall to call that Assassin's Creed 3 remastered. Uh, remastered is like, what? You made this worse. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that was... You know I actually called it demastered in the timestamps. <laughs> <laughs> Blood work. Blood. Blood. editorial <laughs> I think I actually uh, like, typoed at first. I'm like, no, that's uh, fine. Okay. Okay. We'll just leave that. That's yeah, fine. well, it probably is not going to be a typo. Oh. The last thing I want to say, uh, I want to say about Dragon Quest XI. Uh, sure. Sorry, they said there's going to be new content tied to each character's uh, storylines. Each character has an arc that you explore in the game. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be new stuff for that. So there'll be new story content as well. I would have to say, and it's coming this fall exclusively to Switch. I think two things. One, um, there's a lot of features in here I think that are going to like get a lot of people to come back and play it again. And I think it will get a lot of new people to play this. I because think right. they People like, I have a Switch. Uh, this looks cool. I'll mm-hmm. get it. I'm hearing good things about it. I, I think you will see that. And two, I think this game is going to be a big deal for Nintendo here in North America uh, come this fall. A lot of people leave it off their list of the big fall titles we know about or expect. It's usually Animal Crossing. At this point, it's Animal Crossing. Pokemon, dude. Pokemon, mm-hmm. Luigi's Mansion 3. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what, then? No. This is going to fail all over again. What? This will fail all over again. No. Fire Emblem. This this game is going to get in July. eaten. It's going to get consumed, dude. No, yeah, I don't think so. I, and, oh, Astral Chain's August. Um, I, I think... They can find a month because I think Pokemon will be November. Mm-hmm. I bet if Animal Crossing is coming, I bet it's probably September. Maybe, yeah, I think early summer. I, I think so because I think September gives you one good month before they uh, like just to be a normal month before you kick into like Halloween party and all yes. that stuff. Yes. I think Dragon Quest is gonna be October, and like the last, okay, the end of fall. Yeah, yeah, Kyle, I, I don't agree. I I think it will. I think it will be a big focus of Nintendo. I think they're gonna push hard. The fact it got such a like it got such a big spotlight in this trailer mm-hmm. or in this direct, sorry, makes me think that because they're handling Nintendo is publishing this in North America. I think they're publishing it in Europe. I looked on the European site; it didn't have a definitive thing saying that they were publishing it. I bet they are though. Nintendo. Oh, I bet they are. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, Square Enix self-published it in Japan, but Nintendo's handling I think in North America, in Europe, and possibly other territories as well. I, and I think it's a big deal for them. Sure. I, I do think so. Woo, Dragon Quest Eleven S. We'll see, man. We'll I wonder, see, I'm not dude. sure if, like, because I didn't even finish the PC, playing it on PC. I don't know if I want to start all over again. You weren't driven to, dude. <sighs> we'll see. Even this, Huber, he's like, man, I'm 90 hours in, and I can feel the exhaustion. <laughs> I, like, there, if, I when mean, I heard how long Brad's it was. It's Brad's game of the year, right? Like, it's not a bad game. It is oh, a yeah, beloved no, no, no. game for sure. Uh, I just don't know if it's going to have that power a year later, it's just, dude. It's just one of those things that, yeah, the, the RPGs, they get too long. Like, I love Dragon Quest Eight, but, like, I remember, like, I was wrapping that game up, like, when I was starting a GT, and, like, Shane was, like, having us write GT blogs and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, the blogs, dude. Yeah. And, like, and I was, 
like, you know, like, I think my first blog was like, Dragon Quest Eight is officially too long. <laughs> I actually really liked those blogs. Those were good. Those days. This next one. Yeah. We got we to uh, go through this a little bit faster. Okay, okay. Not really, Cal. What? This next one. Okay. Out there. I never, I didn't know about this stuff before. Disney Sum Sum Festival. I forgot about that. You forgot about I it? Because I got to do Easy Eyes podcast after that. I forgot that game was even announced. Game announcement. Yeah. Stuffed <laughs> Disney toys. <laughs> so go around and do stuffed Disney toys. They look like the Dream Eaters from Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop no, they, Distance. They look like uh, a <laughs> Nobby, Nobby Boy to me. That too? They, yeah, yeah, they look like a. Like, yeah, that's like a good way. They look they like look a Shum sausage Shums. with a Disney character. Sum Sums are popular. You just look at Target. Yeah, they get a I, bunch of little Sum Sums. I'm out of loop here. <laughs> you can have them compete in various mini games that will support up to four players <laughs> locally or online. Uh, and then there's the vertical puzzle mode. I guess that's yeah. like the normal one, the, the match them up. And you can do two player local or online with that. Coming this year, uh, I have no idea how like what to think about this game other than maybe a group stream. But am I missing something? Is this going to be. Is this going to be like a small release that very few people like get excited yeah. about, or is this going to be a bigger deal than I think? I think it's a bigger deal than you think. Okay. What? No. Yeah. yeah. Oh. No. oh. Sum Sum is a brand, blood. Oh. Why don't you think so, blood? I just yeah, I I think it just I yeah, I really think it's just like one of those weird little things, and it's kind of like a mobile game or whatever. It's like all right, just like little quick party game, throw it out there, and you know. Get some brand recognition and you're done. All right, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Disney Tsum Tsum will sell better than the Disney Connect game. You heard it here. Lock it in. Lock it That's in. That's my guarantee. Okay. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. all Disney Connect games. There were two. Oh. It will sell better than all Disney Connect games combined. Oh, yes. Now I made a statement. Nice. Like Blood, I think it'll do Dude, okay. Dude, Connect yeah. sales are ridiculous. I don't... I know they don't. I know they, they, they don't make Blood, any sense. Blood's like, yeah. uh... I know they get a little bit of Let me like get those, me get those receipts for you. MPD yeah. had those numbers <laughs> yeah. so we can actually check them. Uh, we'll see. We'll have to see. Um, I, I, I hope it does well. It, it You know, more variety on the Switch. The more allure more publishers in, the that's better a, it'll do. It's a weird thing about the Switch, actually, Damiani, is that there aren't that many, we'll say, 10 and under games. Hmm. You know what I mean? Trying like to think. It, it, like, the, you, you go to the eShop, and it's, like, full of, like, really cool indie games, right? Like, uh, uh, it is hard for, uh, like, I think a parent who's got a 10-year-old child to be like, wait, where, like, where are the Nintendo games? You know, like, where are the, where are the games that my 10-year-old can play? Obviously, like, I, I don't, that was a little ignorant. Sorry about that. Where are the 10-year-old games? And so, like, you know, you have Mario games and you have, like, Mario Party. But, like, this kind of game that a 5-year-old could play, I think, is actually very valuable. Okay. Also, another unique thing about this, Kyle, I wonder if this will affect it. Uh, the Sum Sum mode, the puzzle mode, you hold it vertically. There aren't that many Switch games you play like that. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've never tried to do that yet. I don't know how that, like, because you, you can't hold it. The Joy-Cons are on the top button. You, you, you remove the, yeah, like, that seems weird to me. Like, is it just touchscreen? Yeah, I, it, it has to be touchscreen at that yeah, point. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. I think there's absolutely a mobile version of this. Okay. Uh, of that particular puzzle game where you are. Okay, I was assuming you use yeah. touchscreen in that because I was just yeah. looking at it. I was like, wait, how do you move? I was like, uh. But, uh. Yeah, no, no, Kyle, I'm kind of with you on this. That because uh, that's one of their mission statements that they said is their next lo- their next phase for switches beyond just one unit per household. It's multiple units per household, and their target is 
like Super children of the, children of the household. Yeah. And it's not covered in this at all, but that's one of the speculation that we talked about in a previous episodes, the the whole lighter, thinner, oh, smaller yeah, yeah. switch model at the end of the year rumored to be coming. That's yeah. part of their strategy for it. So yeah. I, this kind of game goes along and it goes hand in hand with that, I think. I realize all 10-year-olds are playing Fortnite. And that's on Switch. Yeah, that's so I Switch. take that back. I take Switch that back. has the <laughs> ultimate 10 and under game right now. It has right the now. ultimate 10 yes, and under Yes, there you go, Kyle. Yep, don't worry about it. <sighs> Moving along, we got Starlink Battle for Atlas. It's getting a spring update. This was shocking to me. This was a game I assumed dead. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was like, we're not coming back to this game. Yes. Like, yeah, again, 10-year-old. Come on, Kyle. Oh, you're totally right. That's a really good 10-year-old game. <laughs> it absolutely is, They right? have the toys and stuff. Yeah. yeah snap them on. Yeah. Don't need the toys to play it, though. Andrew, Pigma, and Leon will join Wolf to cause more trouble. Sorry, Andrew? Andrew Okani, Pigma Dengar, and Leon, I forget its last name. One of them is just named Andrew? What is it? What animal? The, the Andrew's his son, Andrew's his son or nephew. Uh, nephew, nephew. Yeah. Andrew. Are joining Wolf to cause more trouble in the Atlas system. That's canon. Andros has a nephew yes. named Andrew. Yeah. I'm shocked, Kyle, for someone who loves context and lore. I hate Star Fox lore. It's all nonsense. Oh, gosh. We need to make a Star Fox lore video for Kyle Boston. I actually love the lore video you In fact, made. you should make a, a – I want to work with you on a special edition one-off episode of Box Week where I bring the star – Andrew okay. O'Connor right. in there. Sure. Sure. No, I'll allow it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so what's going to happen is uh, Peppy, Slippy, and Falco, the other members, members of the Star Fox team, are going to be playable now. Uh, they're going to be adding new missions. They don't specifically say they're Star Fox themed missions. They just say they're adding more missions. The, uh, obviously, there will be new missions related to this new Star Wolf threat. Mm -hmm. But who knows if they're adding more like routine missions as well. But you can play any of these missions, including all the original campaign, as any one of the Star Fox members now. They each come with their unique uh, – they have pilot skills uh, and then skill trees for them that unlock unique abilities. And uh, Very interested in that Slippy skill tree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm going through a Slippy. I'm Slippy redemption arc right it's there. Gonna Slippy's going to show so everyone what's up. So many jokes. Do, yeah, will Peppy have uh, the do, your, do a barrel roll? Yeah, he's going to have like an ultra barrel roll. Ultra barrel roll. Mm -hmm. Where like, you do it and it just like, shakes the planet. Does one yeah, everything else spins by him. <laughs> yes, I like this guy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, but here, here's two things that are also being added. They're adding something called faction missions. Um, I couldn't find any details on that. Uh, they didn't elaborate anymore in the trailer. So doing something with that, obviously, uh, it's you know different like you know teams will be fighting for you know I guess build up because the whole game is about resources, building up bases. It's probably be about like control. Is it? Yeah, it is about building up bases, and then like you now control that part of the planet. You stop like you're basically trying to stop a threat from it's. This threat has kind of like invaded the the Atlas system, and each planet is mostly under their control. And you're fighting to liberate each of those planets. And as you acquire resources and and materials to to upgrade and or build and upgrade like uh, different types of like outpost, you start to map out the planet and take it back and gain control of it. And and then you start like you know profiting from having more control of a planet because now you have more like factories churning out more of your resources and stuff. That is what Starlink is about. And, and, and exploring. Yeah. It's like colonization. It's a bit like that. Yeah. And he, the repetitive, like 10 NPCs they have in the game that say like the same dialogue over and over again. <laughs> yeah. You kind of get like Why that. Why are the toy spaceships then? Cause you go out in space, you can immediately go out into the, uh, into the, you can, I mean, you can fly around. Yeah. 
and then you go right in seamlessly out into space, mm-hmm. and then you can travel to the other planets. There's also space battles and stuff as well. You don't like colonize outside in space. All right. You just got to travel between the planets. All right. Yeah. I thought you knew this, Kyle. <laughs> did not know. Did not know this. I did not know. I apparently knew. I knew it. Uh, it's coming. Nothing. This update's coming in April, but there is one part of this update we really need to talk about. Mm-hmm. This is why I really want to bring this up. Other than they're continuing the Star Fox okay. thing, which makes me feel good about, hey, this is really Star Fox focused. Um, and they're we got a real Star Fox game next. Yeah, they are. Patron question. E3 announcement. What? E three announcement? No. For a new Star Fox. Mm-mm. That I'm going to say no blood because of this. G man, sir. So now, do you all agree that the Star Fox Grand uh, Grand Prix rumor was fake? You're now, like, do you all agree? <laughs> but he, he's asking this, and you're wondering why. It's a pointed question. Plus, one of the things in the updates yep. is they're adding Star Fox Racing into mm-hmm. Star, oh. Star Battle for Atlas. There's Star Fox Racing mode. <laughs> so, is it that some people might have heard that this was being done and misunderstood and ran wild with a rumor about Star Fox Grand Prix being this more elaborate thing and being associated with retro of all of all places? Or do you think it's more likely that Ubisoft said, "Huh, look at all these cool rumors about Star Fox Racing. We just happen to be work have the Star Fox license right now for our game. Why don't we just throw it in there and stuff? People might be interested in that, which seems more plausible." Well, so it's weird. I mean, Starlink exists outside of the Switch, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that racing mode won't just be for Switch, I presume. So it's no, it'll be for the other ones as well. Uh, do you I- think? It's, yeah, Star, it's called Starship Racing. It's not called Star Fox Racing. Uh, okay. Sorry. Racing mode. Yeah. It's Starship Racing. Maybe. And they showed a non-Star Fox ship racing in the split screen part. Right. I just wonder I just wonder what the legs on this game are right now on the other platforms. I feel like the Star Fox thing has definitely kind of overtaken it. That's why I think the spring update, I feel like when it said extra missions, I don't think they're all Star Fox themed. Sure. Um, I think there's going to be a handful of like additional missions or just related to like Atlas. Mm-hmm. the atlas storyline and you'll just be able to play as like the star fox characters and those as well uh so to answer the question though i but am yeah. i am starting to i'm starting to not believe i'm starting to believe that star fox grand prix was just excellent fan fiction uh but i think it's completely unrelated to what's whatever is happening with this okay i think that even this might be crazy but i think that even when we started talking about star fox grand prix there was no racing mode in development for starlink mm. that's my guess i i like so you think they they added it after the fact right uh-huh. like it was added in destiny right like they, yeah like, so like I, I don't know uh to me that rumor was so specific like there's a lot more to it than just like star fox grand prix the title right yeah. uh that that rumor was so specific and so fun honestly uh, that there's no way that this happening in Starlink was confused for that, a game that Retro is developing. I agree. Yeah, because, again, if you're saying that this uh, Starship Racing isn't even like tied into the Star Fox characters in any real way other than you can select those ships, then, yeah, I, I don't really see how that could be misinterpreted. I mean, if it had been, then we would have known that Star Fox was in Starlink before that announcement. Yeah. I, I agree with both of you. I, I think it's, again, people jumping to conclusions after they made the mistake of jumping to conclusions that Star Fox Grand Prix was real. I think there's too many unique details about the Star Fox Grand Prix rumor that don't m- line up with this very well. And there's, like, other circumstantial evidence that s- suggests they just added this because it made sense. And, like, other similar games are doing the same thing. A racing mode makes, like, yeah, it just made sense. Um, Plus, I mean, again, the Star Fox Grand Prix thing is just an easy thing to extrapolate out of the whole little James McCloud cameo thing in <laughs> F-Zero. 
Mm-hmm. I think yeah, I like that nod. Uh, and also, it's a fun thing to do with your spaceship as opposed to building factories on planets. <laughs> I'm mad about this. Oh, you, you mean you you fight enemies on the planets? You, uh-huh. you attack like enemy bases, and then I own this planet now. So like it's dynamic though. <laughs> like if you if you neglect if you don't like if yeah. you neglect parts of the planet, enemies will come back and retake your 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 bases. This, and so stuff. It's, this is about me conquering the universe. But they're bad guys. There are natives who supposed that live on the planet. Ah! They're, they're, you're you're helping them. You're securing their freedom. You're liberating their planet. To, but making them work for me? No, 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 no. They already they like yeah. they they were the ones who were running these places before. Okay, okay it's come on, Kyle. It's game logic. Like I don't all like the this. things look kind of similar. I don't like this. I know some people didn't like this about this game and mm-hmm. like like oh why is there so much like resource management building in this game? Why is yeah. it more about just pure exploration and? Fighting, right? And so combat. anyway, back to back to racing. It's a fun yeah. thing to do with your ships, as yeah. opposed to all that. Oh yeah, that's what, that's what I like about it. Exactly. Um, I just think Star Fox is always going to be tied up in weird rumors. It just keeps happening. Like, remember, was it the Star Fox uh, Metroid crossover game? Oh back, yeah. Like, what a rumor like, was a years ago. That rumor had heat on it too. Is a weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> this always happens because it's so fun. It's a fun rumor. I yeah, you want to believe in this because yeah. when it comes true, it's just so crazy. I, I yeah. Don't. Oh, you don't want it to come true? Star Fox and Metroid, no. Oh no, Star- okay. But what about Star Fox Racing? It sounds. I think so- that, that that could have still still some weird plausibility to it, but it's yeah, it is at least a completely more out there thing. I think hmm? Metroid does not do well with spinoffs, as we've learned, <laughs> other than pinball. What what is that a reference to? The uh, Federation, Federation Force. Oh, and Hunters. Hunters is Hunters pretty is a, cool. Hunters is a weird game because it's a cool multiplayer game and a bad Metroid game. I was going to say the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It was DS. It was a 3D Metroid game on DS, man. That was awesome. It was not. Okay. The level design was not up to par. And it was no, like the same on. two bosses over and over, right? <laughs> yeah. Whew. I didn't play enough of that game. I didn't like the control scheme. Oh, yeah. It came with a little it's thumb a, thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a painful control. Scene. It was that that in uh, Kid Icarus. We, we dealt with it because it was just amazing. It's like I'm on a oh, handheld and I'm shooting yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. It's it was like really oh my was. gosh, like on a Nintendo system. Finally, these next two announcements also carry a bit of significance for I want to get like to a certain fan base. Ooh, okay. Um, they, these might have seen like under the radar, not very big deals, but it means second life for a franchise that was thought to be dead. First up, Rune Factory Four yeah. Special. <laughs> was announced it is a remaster of the 3ds game from over five years ago coming to switch um but it's see, i didn't know the story about this game that's why like yeah. the whole announcement went right yes over it was head. thought to be dead Rune Factory? So, so, so yeah rune factory 4 came out in uh 2013 on the 3ds um and this remastered version uh the only thing it's added it's like 69 uh slightly updated visuals it's mostly the 3ds visuals just like touched up a bit Adding a new wedding marriage system to it is like the big new thing. There hasn't been a Rune Factory game for four years. Coming coming later this year, no more than four years. Cause this is 2013. Really, it's I been swear over. It's I've been seen over. Games since it's then. been over five years. Huh. Been story of seasons. So what happened was gotcha. this this game came out in uh, 2013. Okay. At the end of 2012, uh, they confirmed that there would be another Rune Factory game after Rune Factory Four. Mm-hmm. But after Rune Factory Four came out, the developer of this series, Neverland. Ceased operations. Shut down. This franchise is owned by Marvelous. Uh, they're the, the owner of the IP. But the developer had always been Neverland. So when Neverland went under, 
Everyone's like, oh, there's the end of Rune Factory. Mm-hmm. Neverland has worked on other series, such as uh, uh, Shining Force and uh, Lufia. Um, so they, they've done some good like RPG work. So them shutting down was a bit of a, like, you know, more than just like a, a bad news. Not good news. Very bad news. And uh, people thought the series was dead. Like, oh, Rune Factory 4. So long, Rune Factory. What mm-hmm. a you know nice, quirky series, but no more. Never coming back. So when it faded to black after Rune Factory 4, you're like, oh, yeah, they're just trying to do their best, you know, to keep a series alive with a remaster of an old one. Boom. Rune Factory 5. We can confirm Rune Factory 5 is in development and is happening. To us, we're just like, oh, cool. We did our claps and stuff. Meanwhile, in, like, the Rune Factory community, I read some of the reactions like tears of joy, Whoa. like shouting all caps, like the Reddit thread for it, like dead subreddit. And all of a sudden, like hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of posts of like, it's bad. That's cool. So that was the excitement that sure. some people felt when Rune Factory 5 was announced. I mean, now in development, it has to stop. But now that I know a little bit more about that, the context of that, I, yeah. I guess I see why now in development. So on we do yeah. not know who's actually developing the game. Marvelous and Exceed will be publishing it. Uh, they got to stop The that. Japanese site is up for it. It says it's coming in 2020, uh, sometime in 2020. They also can, uh, Rune, Fast, Rune Factory uh, 4, coming later this year in North America, I guess July 26 or sometime in July, it was confirmed for Japan. So it's a little bit more tangible. They got a site set up. They got like, they're talking about it, but we still don't know who's actually making it. No, but I, I think like everyone's just like, eh. It's coming at least, you know. Like let's let's keep excited about it. Good, one of good the vibes that, with like Metroid Prime Four. We actually never knew who was developing it, and like that, like to me, that's just like it's not a good sign. I feel like with this, there's only so many people who they probably who possibly grab, could. The, the, who, who would the options would be? Whereas Metroid Prime Four had been, it been, it's been it was even longer gap between this and the last Metroid Prime, mm-hmm. and I have a, 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 so I would argue Metroid Prime's like a bigger profile game, like a little harder to make. Like, it's like a larger scale game. Last Metro Prime was 07, dude? Yes. It's been 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. Okay. Been a while. Like, it comes to certain expectations, I think. So, that ambiguity for so long was a little, uh, what, is everything going on right with Metro Prime? That's why everyone was so anxious to see it this year. Yeah, yeah, it turns out everything Um, wasn't all right. Yeah. We're also getting, speaking of RPGs, the next announcement, we're getting another game from Tokyo RPG Factory. Mm-hmm. Oh, Oninaki, yeah. uh, that's the team behind I Am Setsuna, Lost Sphere. Uh, the concept is, uh, yeah, what did you think about this? The concept was traveling between the living world and the dead world and using spirits to fight, like, dark spirits, essentially. Like, d- d- from what you saw in this trailer, did, d- did it get you excited at all? Like, how did you feel about the last two games, what you can say about them, and does this kind of do anything for you to get you uh, excited about this one i mean i'm so bummed man uh when they announced tokyo rpg factory it's like okay uh i am setsuna announced and shown and it's like man they this is cool they have heart they're really trying to do something with rpgs again uh lost sphere fell so flat for me from straight from announcement right and then this game has a lot of similarities we do have like a, a, a close-up cameras and cutscenes, but primarily the, the perspective is the same same tiny feet uh <laughs> they have t- the character models have tiny feet okay uh okay. And I mean, like Fire Emblem Awakening had tiny feet or no feet at all. Like it, it doesn't bother me too much, but it's just like you're using the same oh, yeah, style the across three games. <laughs> um, uh, and so like, 
I don't know. I think there's very little to be excited about with Oninaki, and that's, I think, what bums me out. I'm bummed out by this announcement, and I don't think – I think it was, like, a forgotten announcement by many. Mm. I was like, wait, why aren't people talking about this? And you watch the trailer again, it's like, oh, I get it. Do you agree with that, Blood? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I maybe I need to watch it again and, and just analyze it more, but I feel like this is the most that they've been able to branch out, and I, I think that it's got the most – character and most most interesting setting uh and mechanics than the past two games so yeah i think i'm actually probably looking more forward to this than you know like you said like lost fears never did anything for me i am setsuna was a bit of a a letdown before it's like oh this looked really interesting and then i got to play it and it was like this kind of feels like they're just copying and not really adding that much to it you know just it's like very flat like yeah this is this is a super nintendo rpg without the heart of a super nintendo rpg somehow uh but uh but yeah oninaki i i i feel like they're getting a little bit more away from that and i feel like it 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 doesn't look like they're just copying that so i i yeah i'm more optimistic for it I, I feel like I feel more in line with like Bloodworth okay. was arguing honestly. Um, I do think it is a bit of a victim of like its circumstances, unfortunately set up by its predecessors. There's these expectations that were set up by those games, as you, Blood just explained perfectly. I think that was like the kind of like trajectory. And so it's not I'm kind of excited. Uh oh, this wasn't that great. And then Lost Sphere for me lost me. I was like, okay, I'm not interested in this at all. Whereas this, I'm like, it got me interested, but. I'm looking back at the last their previous work. I'm like, I just, I'm worried it's gonna turn out like the best. Like I am sets to like leave me with that feeling, and I'm a little hesitant about it. But so I think they're fighting a kind of an uphill battle with this. Yeah. But I do, I like what I saw about it. It, it did resonate a little bit more than than either the other previous two because it looks the most unique. And uh, the mechanics, they kind of talk about this, like the claiming spirits that some spirits could be permanently lost if you neglect them. I, it was a theme. Just in, it seemed a little bit more intriguing to me. And I, if they do a demo with it, like they've done with the other ones, mm-hmm. this is one I will definitely play the demo. And that will pretty much decide if I'm uh, going to go on board with the full game or not. Here's the thing. From a, from a concept standpoint, from, mm-hmm. from day one developing your game, mm-hmm. if you're like, and then they travel to a dark world, stop it. Stop and say, is this necessary? Is this going to be fun? Is this going to be interesting? Do I have a take on a dark world that hasn't been done before? If you don't, don't do that. It's not interesting. And so when this trailer was just like, and then you can travel to the dark world. It's like, why? Is that a selling point? Or are you just trying to like warn me that this is that kind of game? You're going to the land of the dead. Then make the whole game in Land of the Dead. You know what I mean? Like, I just like, just this idea of like, ooh, look, at the snap of a finger, you can be in the dark world and things are slightly different. It's just like, man, I've seen it. It's not interesting. It's not fun. Whew. Tall orders from Kyle. Everything has to be unique and innovative. Can't, can't redo any concepts that have been done before. You can redo concepts if you got to take if you have okay, I'll give you that the trailer did not sell. Yeah, that they're doing like an amazing new take on it. Mm-hmm. But that's why I'm going to look at the demo. The okay. demo might be able to better through experience convey yeah. that to me through I mean, any. To me, it wasn't about exploring a different world itself. It was about going there to be able to recruit and like yeah, I don't know. 
Like there's, it's like it, it's not to me so much as like a different world. It's just like you're able to see these spirits and understand what's happening there, and then how they're interacting with the physical hmm. world. Yeah, it could be that. Like, there's nothing that definitively, other than like the trailer, like just like that point, like just changing the world, the the map you're on instantaneously to it's called it, the Beyond. It looks like most of the combat happens there as well. Yeah. So yeah, we don't know like the extent of it, like yeah. how the dynamics actually going to work. We're just making assumptions here, but I mean that that's a fair point. All we're left know. with, really. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, again, I think all will be answered if they just do a demo. Okay. So please do a demo. All right. And uh, speaking of demos. Uh, a game that Shadow dropped a demo, uh, one of the two that Shadow dropped a demo, was uh, Yoshi's Crafted World. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, they they Short basically demo. They, they, yeah, they basically, in the, the direct, they just showed off, like, probably the most interesting things they could probably show off without uh, really ruining the game for people. It was like some, you know, like, they showed off, like, a moving, like, a, a moving cart or a, a solar-powered, like, vehicle, like, flying in the sky, shooting rockets, like, with the, the depth stuff like in the background and foreground like um, these wearable about the boxes things 180 costumes that you'll be able to get that uh, just help you protect you a little bit more i guess like kind of like to make it easier as we know it's coming Jan- uh not January, march 29th yeah i played the demo um and i have to say i played it all in handheld mode i just played through the first level only it didn't go back and look for the the poochies or do the yeah, cow I mean, thing that was just replaying didn't do anything of that yeah um I, I did the demo did a good, job, good enough job to me to understand the shooting the foreground and background. Like I have to pay attention to those or secrets yeah. and yeah. that. Yeah. And it's more it's definitely more about from that demo, it's more about the exploration of the level than simply like it was less about platforming and way more about interacting with the Which level. Which they've said about Yoshi in the past. I think the Yoshi's Woolly World like E3 dev diary or whatever talked about that specifically. Like, yeah, Yoshi's not really about challenge. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no challenge at all in that entire level. Oh yeah, yeah. It, you know, like the challenge is just in the hide and seek nature of the. Yeah, that's it. It's it's yeah. the high. Yeah, exactly. Great point. They even had a difficulty option too. They can even make it easier. Yeah, if you I'm not to. sure what they would do in that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay, um, yeah, I'm intrigued. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of want to see a little bit more, but I also feel like to me that demo made it clear that other than the like the most excited moments they showed in that trailer, I, d- I don't know how much of that I'd want to like play because I, I, I kind of it, it's fun to play, but I don't know how long I want to play that. That's my concern going mm-hmm. into that. After playing that, yeah, it's kind of like the the spectacle is the draw, right? The the yeah. what will I see next is really the reason why you want to see the next level, which is interesting. Um, uh, it also looks kind of grody. Uh, it turns out it has like a dynamic resolution to maintain the 60 frames per second. Okay. And none huh. of it's good. It doesn't reach, you know, like 1080 ever. So you, did you really? play, did you play dock yeah. mode? Yeah, I played dock mode. Did you? I played dock mode. I mean, it so was I played like... handheld and I just assumed it was handheld mode that nothing looked as good as the trailers. It's like, ah, it looks close, but it's not quite. I just felt like the, the, there was a lot of, uh, like depth of field stuff going on with the focus so that there's a lot of stuff that's just slightly out of focus. I was seeing a lot of that. Um, and then obviously, you know, things that look as like, like the effect they're going for, not tilt shift, I guess, but whatever they're doing with the, to make it like, like toyish or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is tilt shift for that. Uh, just wasn't coming across as well. Maybe it was that level. Maybe it was the handheld mode, but some of the stuff I'd seen in trailers, like does not look as good as that. I was like, looks a little under, Underpowered and handheld, but obviously it's handheld mode. So. Yeah, it's underpowered in big boy mode too. Okay, 
And it's kind of a bummer because like you didn't have to go for realism, right? Mm. Uh, that's a lot of what like Switch does as a compromise, you know, Mario Odyssey, right? Uh, and so like it is just uh, exacerbated when it's like, hey, we're gonna go, we're gonna make these things look like real arts and crafts, and it's like, well, it looks gross. Just don't get close to your TV when you're playing this game. <laughs> Maybe yeah. that's the issue. Maybe I mean, just yeah, super close to your TV because like 60 FPS. Because I like I didn't like, feel gross at all. Yeah, know? yeah. I, I definitely felt like I. I definitely felt like the style didn't pop as well as I would like it to, but I was okay with it. I was fine with it. Uh, the frame rate does feel good. It feels good to just you know knock the Yoshi around. I really actually the the I I think the the clouds look really good. The little question mark clouds. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, yeah, you throw eggs at them. The next big one. The suspense. The, the suspense. Because this was what, in the in the description of the original direct on okay. their page, yeah. it said roughly 36, 35 minutes, blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. And it'll have new information right. from a certain oh, game. Fire yeah. And everyone assumed this direct would be mostly focused on this game. Mm-hmm. Um, it did get a significant chunk, but yeah. it wasn't the sole focus. Chunk. Fire Emblem Three Houses. We finally, they finally like pulled back the curtains and showed us what this game is pretty much going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm kind of curious, what are your thoughts after seeing that presentation uh, what they're the direction they're going with Fire Emblem? So, oh, so so, Fire Emblem Fates is a game where you can choose which family you want to uh, side with, and then the game isn't complete until you also play through choosing the other side, and then you also do this third option where everybody lives or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this game isn't that. I think this can be $60, but I think the intention is for you as this teacher of war school uh, to uh, side with all three houses of the war school uh, in order to have a complete playthrough of this game. And I'm already like, dude, I'm not doing more than one. Kyle, I like how you call it war school. It's war school. So in the, in the, in the presentation, yeah. it is a church with an officer's academy. Yes. It's a monastery, mm-hmm. yeah, but yes, monastery it is the military academy. academy. Yes, and yeah. you are—you're the main character. You are joining it as a professor, and as you said, you get to choose which of the three houses you want to teach. Each of the houses comes from a respect one of the respective countries. Mm-hmm. So the world is comprised of uh, three major countries, and then kind of like this, like. Uh, I don't want to call it neutral, but like a fourth territory in the middle. Right. And that's where this monastery, this military academy is. So, yeah, you do have choice. It isn't three separate games, which is great because everyone was worried when I was worried. What's called three houses? Like, uh oh, how many versions of this game are we getting? (laughs) I was like, uh oh. But no, it's one game and it is basically, it's not quite Hogwarts because everyone's like, oh, it's Hogwarts. No, you don't get sorted. You are the one who picks which student body you want to teach. Though you will interact with all the other students at some level right. uh, because you're teaching all their classes. But I think it's appropriate our conversation starts here because their conversation started there. This is like the main draw of the game. Here's this game. And yes. the, the best yes. part is, everybody, you get to choose which house you're going to teach. It's like, well, hold on. Like, what? I, I, I feel like there were scenes I saw where all three of the leaders, so I forget their names, but there is the, there there is a... Yellow, blue, and red. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's uh, yeah, it's the uh, the blue lions, the black uh, black eagles, and the golden deer. Nice. I just remember the golden name. Deer. Each one of those houses, the student president or whatever, is basically like the the leader of their, or the next heir apparent to their country. Right. Um. So it's these uh two. I think it's two guys and the, uh, this girl. But they're in this a lot of scenes together. Yeah. Uh, with the you as the professor. Um. But what I like about this cow. So yes, it is. It's not. 
is being very upfront about what this is. It is you're you're in an academy. It is definitely going for like high school slash Hogwarts slash vibes, whatever like you know re- regional world you're from. They're yeah. basically tapping into that. Like excuse yeah. me for saying war school. Like I realize there are military academies. I don't think they're going for military academy vibes. No, they're going for Hogwarts. It, it, yeah, you, you, there's classrooms yeah. with desks and yeah. chairs, and yeah. there's a chalk a white a chalkboard, and you are. You're you as a professor. They show them the gameplay. You are crafting plans for your students, mm-hmm. like what you want. You set goals for each individual student, which are what jobs and disciplines you want them to focus on. And once they you see them develop, and once they reach a certain level, they can then take exams. And if they pass the exams, then they are able to you know become that class or use that ability. Mm-hmm. Like they showed horse riding, but there was like a long list of like different like uh, jobs, weapons. Upgrading and- class is my favorite thing to do in Fire Emblem games. That feels so good. Yeah, it looked very comprehensive in terms of that. Yeah, like it, 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 that's going to be a significant part of the game is management, development, and interaction. And like this, they talked about the social stuff. That's all coming back. That's all going to be done from that pretty much that one location. But then you send out your students on missions with the knights to go fight in combat missions around the world. And then they showed a little smidgen of actual combat mm-hmm. and battle mechanics. It was mechanics. not the focus. Uh, it did, did not, to me, it did not feel like the main focus yeah. of, of that uh, presentation. I don't know about you. Like, How do you feel about it, Blood? Um, yeah, I've always been on the sidelines with Fire Emblem, even though I, I want to get into them. Uh, so, so, yeah, I... I I'm totally open for them to to try new things, um, especially you know if doing that kind of makes it feel like it's a little bit easier for for new people to jump in because this is a whole new platform. This is time for them to reach a new audience that they haven't had yet. So that's the thing, Blood. Is I think this is obtrusive to that. Yeah. I think this is. I'm not going to say this right, and it's going to be offensive. Oh. I think that this is the path of animeification of. Fire Emblem. Mm. Uh, it started with Awakening, and it was all good. Awakening, like that, was a really good refresh for fi- the Fire Emblem franchise, and like they they saw the re- the re- they were rewarded for that, right? They saw the returns on that. Um, but I think this is like, hey man, like you were really going down that path a little too far and trying to give it a school element, which is eighty percent of all anime. Uh, and and so like blood, I think that's the idea. Is like, hey, how do we like let's give it the school element? People love school anime they love school stories like school is the most exciting part of your life but damiani the idea that the only way for me to upgrade my units is for them to take quizzes <laughs> we don't i mean that uh, that's a kind of assumption there okay like that the, the, we don't know if that's the only way if that's the exclusive way to do it sure. i'm curious if this is the whole game too <sighs> right, I do think that the the alliance that Damiani says all three sides are in the same. That's got to fall apart. Yeah, right, like they're right, all living right, in yeah. harmony. Like here, yes. here's my expectation. Like yeah. we're we're doing like ten hours of this, and then all yeah. of a sudden we're in like a whole different scenario. Sure, that would be cool. And then I could stop complaining. Ka- yeah, yeah. Ka- I I think this is like the the the, 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 the it's basically the hub area, mm-hmm. and it used to be like a tent. Go go to older Fire Emblem games. Is you literally went to your like little war tent, and it was little menus, and you did all this. It was very simplified. I think. I don't just I don't necessarily disagree with your claim that like it's being like anime like going towards a more anime style or leaning into those tropes and styles a little bit more to to cater to, you know to to an audience because they that's who they see like like Fire Emblem and they want to expand it. Yeah. Um, I also think like a little bit of this is to do with the feedback with the mobile game as well. Like you know the like the the, the what they've seen from that I 
bet a little bit of that when I uh, designed this. You mean like waifus and husbands? Yeah, yeah, stuff like sure. that. All oh, right. yeah. Um, although I don't really want to get into that because I really like you're a teacher and there's students. Yeah, they better not cross some lines there. Uh, you never know. But okay. <laughs> do you never know? Do you think it won't happen? Do you really have that hope? <laughs> I don't have that. Yeah. I do not want it to happen. Yes. Kyle, but like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I yeah, can't. I cannot guarantee that will not happen. But in terms of like combat, like mm-hmm. they showed a huge world map. Uh, it's based. Looks like it's based like an alternate version of Europe, essentially. You're definitely going to all those territories. If you look at all the previous Fire Emblem games, those big maps, you chart your course across them. Your campaign takes you through them. Yeah. I know they say like you send out your students on missions and stuff. You're probably all going to come back for like to the 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 the, the academy. For a little while, but then I'm sure there's gonna be parts where, uh oh, we're stranded out there. We got cut off. Oh, someone invaded our country. Now we're on our own. We, like, I expect that. I do expect they, I, my expectation is they focus so much on this new stuff, the new presentation, because that is what people need to understand. And the core battle stuff, I don't think it's gonna be changed up too terribly much. A few new additions here and there, but that, I don't think that needs as much ex- explaining and screen time as the, the academy needed. And I, I think. I'm more optimistic going into this now than I was before Wow! because I have that assumption that they're not going to screw up the battle stuff because they've done it so well for so long that it'd be a shocker if that stuff falls to so the you, wayside. So you're saying like, hey, we know we have this stuff down. We're yes. good at this. Let's explain the stuff that's new and different. I'm willing to. Okay. I'll hold out, Damian. I'll hold out judgment for a little longer. Just to finally add this last part, Kyle. Yeah. Fire Emblem games are really harsh, dry, like novel-style stories. Lots of this dialogue on screen, like Mm -hmm. character bubbles and stuff. I feel like this is a way to kind of finesse that a bit. So it's not just like you're reading a book. It's more like the presentation has been upped a bit. So it is less, just less dry. It's going to be more entertaining. That's my assumption there. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> but next up, we got we got a few quick ones here. Okay. We'll get to like the, the big last ones. Oh, yeah. That, that quick montage. It's like yeah, a the, new game. I, I think some of them yeah. less than a minute. I think both of you played this. I think both of you won this. Tetris 99. Oh, yeah. Take it away. Oh, what yeah. is this game? Take it away. How do you like it? It's Tetris Battle Royale. Yeah. Free to play if you're paying for online. What an incentive. <laughs> First, like, real true incentive to yeah. me. Uh, like the NES thing, that's yeah, an incentive too. Yeah, that is the weird thing to me. It's like, wait, this game, this game is only making money off of people that have the online subscription. It's not really making money. Right. It's so weird. Yeah. Uh, should have been loot boxes. Uh, oh. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's crazy. It's crazy how it works. It's crazy that this is an idea that hasn't been really implemented before. It is. It is basically one v one Tetris is. For every line you get, for every special move, for every anything you do cool, uh, you send trash to your opponent. And so eventually one opponent will die because you've sent too much trash over onto their screen. This is 99 people doing just that. Uh, you choose your targets. And so it's really cool in that, uh, I don't know, like imagine playing a battle royale game. Some people are defensive. Some people hide. Some people go straight to uh, what Twisted Towers. I don't know. The, the town. <laughs> okay. Some people go oh, yeah, straight yeah, to the town and go straight to, like, for kills. Or whatever, yeah. yeah um, and so, like, it, it kind of works like that. You can choose if you want to attack people who are close to dying so that you can rack up KOs that way. Or you can choose to be defensive. You can choose to attack only the people who have chosen to attack you. You can choose randoms for some reason. And you can choose to attack the people with badges. And 
We were like, what are badges? Let me explain. Once you get a KO, you get some basically power. You get, a, ah, you get a, okay. uh, some power that is accumulating onto your badges. And the more badges you get, the more your trash is amplified. And Ooh. so there's an incentive to go for kills because it makes you a stronger attacker. And so it's this cool balance. It's a lot of strategy yeah. to it, actually. But really, if you just love playing Tetris, you'll still have fun. Nice. And if you attack badges, you're probably going to get buried. No, because you're going after the best people. Yeah, you're going oh. after the best guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. pull aggro on them. I like, would not oh. recommend attacking bad. Uh, you can also, yeah. if somehow you have like a third eye or something, you can like use the left analog stick to target a specific player because you can see all mm. of their windows. Okay. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. Those are really tiny. That, yeah. yeah, that seems like. Or maybe a friend who has is on the left yeah, analog stick. Yeah, two-player mode right there. Um, we just had one quick final question about this. Comes from one of our patrons. Um, Presented in mono, just ask, would you perform, prefer more surprise games from your Switch Online membership like Tetris 99? Uh, or do you want more traditional, like, software like the NES console? Like, more, do you want more, like, I mean, either one of those games? things is traditional. Do you want more retro games like Nintendo's usually, like, has been like doing? Like the Super Nintendo. Did you talk about that on one of these? The yeah, we talked about, like, that yeah. it still wasn't announced, but, like, we assume that, like, SAS games is, like, the next yeah. logical thing since it's been data mined. Right. Do you, do you want more of like you know those systems added, or would you rather them spend resources on making like building partnerships and building out games like this? Yeah, this is like Box Boy and Box Girl should be the same thing. That should be free on the if you have Nintendo. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about that. That's like yes, that that's kind of game. skill level yeah. game to me, and and I mm -hmm. think that yeah, I would like when you. I'm not excited to play the the Super Nintendo games again. Mm -hmm. Most of those that were data mined are like already on the SNES Classic. Yeah, uh, I already have those, and I could play them in HD, right? Well, not HD, but I have it's got an HDMI app, uh, but um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm way more excited by this kind of thing. This is a weird idea. Nobody demanded them to do this. You know, nobody even like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if it, like Tetris was 99 people? They just went for it. And I'm so glad that something like this exists. All right. I, I kind of agree. But I, you I, played, I think you played more than I did. I'm sure I did because yeah. it took me longer. <laughs> and that's the kind of funny thing with like the, the, you know, progression loop of this of, you know, uh, is it's really about trying to, to beat everybody else. And so there's not a score. There's nothing else. So like once you've once you've gotten number one, there's like there's not another goal beyond that other than to just do it again. So but the drive to get to number one is really compelling. So that hooked me in like crazy. But after that, I was like, well, good, I'm done. I'm finally free of this game. <laughs> so you won, yeah. one and done. Right. Okay. There's, yeah, there's not really like progression. Like you have a level and a symbol like attached to your name. But yeah, there's really, I think Blood Nailed is that currently in its current mode. Not a real, like, there's not even a way to like see who's got the most wins on like a overall oh, really? leaderboard or anything like that. Huh. Yeah. They did say that new you online events stats. are coming to it. Yes. So we'll have to see what those are. But I don't know. It seemed like it got a lot of buzz, and a lot of people are into it, and has a lot of potential. And you know. oh, and like the rank, as far as I can tell, the rank is just—I don't know what the meaning of the rank is. It just seems to track how long you've been playing in a way. What do you mean, the lower right-hand corner? The your player rank. Oh right, yeah, your level basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it has nothing to do with your skill. It's just like the more <laughs> you play, the higher your rank will go. Yeah, but you you go up faster if you like get more wins. Sure. But yeah, you're right. It is. Well, I mean, you that's can't what go I, down though. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's so, the like, difference between like, going... fighting games. Okay. Yeah. Or Splatoon. Good point. Um, yeah, uh, uh, they'll definitely add more. Sorry, I was just thinking about Tetris DS. Yeah. I think that had a mode where you are up against more than one person at a time. Mm-hmm. It was was that true? 
Uh, I know it had a lot of different modes, in, in, including some cool ones, but yeah. I don't remember exactly all the details. I played that yeah, on... one when you're completing stuff, you're playing another game. You're playing, like, making Mario jump and stuff. Do yeah, you remember that? Tetris DS is really Yeah. Cool. Oh, man. The possibilities, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited what to see. Lend it to a friend, never got it back. Oh, that's um, I played that, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's coming up, but I played that uh, Demon X Machina. Yeah, we can too. talk about that. That yeah. that's one of the games. Uh, Demon X Machina prototype missions. Uh, they just shadow dropped that as well. Um, they said it's still it's coming in summer of 2019. Um, yeah, so you got to try it out. Yeah. What would you think? Yeah, I think it's a fun game to play. Like I don't have any like real problems with it. I mean, like visually, like it's kind of low detail, but. Uh, I think the art style does well enough to make up for that. Hmm. Um, I'm not that familiar with the Armored Core series, but it sounds like it has some of those team members and that it like just fits that template almost exactly. Uh, the, the stuff that I did like about it, though, is uh, there's there's like a, just like a lot of basically like building your Gundam, like just customizing exactly what you want on your mech, what weapons you want to have. So like you can have, you know, one weapon, like one weapon on each trigger for like what's in your arms and then backup weapons on the pylons. Yeah. Um, I actually, just, yeah, just, I played the tutorial really level. Yeah. I played the tutorial level of it. That's all I could I get. It's worth going through the whole sleep. demo. Cause the last yeah. thing you fight, it's, it's a just boss massive yeah. freaking mech. And you know, you can like, you can fight below it. You can shoot above it. You got to like take out the joints and, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah exciting. It's, it's seen, yeah, it seems comprehensive. I, Trying I, to recover, like, if you're so using, like, a weapon that doesn't have a lot of ammo. Yeah. Like, I think you have to balance your weapon loadout. Because, okay. like, trying to, like, recover ammo or, like, recover health can be a little bit of a pain because it's, like, you've got to, like, get over to it. Uh, but but some of the upgrades, like, you increase your, your lock-on range so you can shoot enemies from farther away. So it's tough to keep things like that in mind. Everything I heard about it before going to demos is just that upgrading stuff was really important to try and do. Like if you had complaints about any of the, like the mobility or the the weapon types that you were using, like put some time into the upgrade stuff, and you could see how much better your mech basically would become, and it f- felt better. And yeah, I've seen a lot of people draw comparisons to like it feels like the successor to Armor Core and stuff, but like because of the people working on it and everything like that. Um, yeah, and I, yeah, I agree with everything you said there. I played in handheld mode as well, so it looked even a little rougher on that. Um, probably my only complaint is that like it, the fidelity was like a little uh, uh, not but there. I think this was a cool part of the presentation. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if it was the producer or director came out and said, mm-hmm. please give us feedback. Yeah. That's what I thought was really cool. Some people get an email uh, for d- downloading it, but they're like, still encourage people. Hey, even if yeah. you don't get it, come on social media. Let us know your thoughts mm. because they really want to. He said version 0. 0.0 or 0. 0.1 on this. Yeah. So it's probably like their first playable build they ever made that they're letting you play. Yeah. Uh, they, they want feedback. Like, it's clear they want to try and make this like what people want before I, I it comes that. out. Yeah. Final Fantasy 15 did that. They're like, give us feedback. And then they even like adjusted the demo. They're like, do you like it now? And I think that's cool. I, I really like that kind of, uh, we have an advantage in this era right now where we do have access to so many things and we have access to developers. They can listen to us and they can like, why, why not take advantage of the, uh, maybe overly socially connected world that we have <laughs> right now, you know, like just use it to your advantage. And I love it when developers are willing to do that. I agree. And the, the metal does not hold back. The metal? It starts mm-hmm. shredding, like, right, like, in the mission briefing. Like, we're not even on the battlefield. Oh, the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. That's, uh, I mean, I listened to that title music for a while before I even hit the button to begin. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I like this music. 
Um, really quick stuff. Uh, I'm not even really mention. I just want to mention because they're announced. Uh, Dead by Daylight looks bad. Fall 2019. Oh yes, it does. Let's just forget that was even announced. Um, Grid Autosport. Uh, sure, sure. Uh, all DLC included. Gonna have motion and custom controls. But that split screen looked really bad. Like the frame rate and stuff during the destruction yeah, part was the, like the image quality on that's not great. I mean, yeah. hopefully they can preserve the controls and and the gameplay because it's a good game. But it was funny when they're like, and there's even destruction derby, and it just shows like somebody like running into the side of the road. <laughs> it's just show two cars running into each other. What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, come, it's coming to summer, so you know maybe we'll see. Um, Assassin's Creed 3 remasters, Kyle alluded to before. That, so bad. I can't believe that. All DLC and Liberation remaster would probably will run just as bad. It did, dude. It looks oh. so Motion aiming and touch input, though. Please overlook our frame rate issues. Uh, you know what? Motion aiming shouldn't be overlooked. I think that's actually pretty cool. Oh, it's that is a good addition to any game, yeah. honestly. Yeah, yeah. Just a shame that. Uh, uh, yeah. Don't even want to talk about it anymore. Okay. A few good things. Uh, Delta Rune, uh, Chapter 1 free. Heck February yeah. 28th. Uh, Follow up to uh, Undertale mm-hmm. for any of you big Undertale fans. Other episodes are coming. I've heard much later, and they will not be free. That's yes. the, that was a really good trailer, though. Yeah, really funny trailer. Yeah. I uh, I really recommend that to anyone who's like curious about uh, Undertale who hasn't played it. Is like it's short, and you like get it. You understand why people like that. Oh yeah. Personally, that was my journey. Um, Mortal Kombat 11 just confirmed it's coming April 23rd. There were rumors it's going to be delayed. Not true. Not true. Still coming. Uh, different developer. Yeah, for the Switch version. Right. Handling the port. I think we knew that, though, already. We did. We did. Yeah. But, like, when I was doubting that it would come out, it was like, there's no way. But oh, then when I learned, like, there's a developer okay. who is really oh, focused yeah. on this. Gotcha. It's like, okay. Makes sense. I'll buy it. Um, Unravel 2, coming March 22nd. Uh, Brandon and Amanda played a lot of that mm-hmm. on Spouse Quest. Uh, if you want to look I, those the up. The funny thing is, I think they ended up stopping the same pl- place where you ended up stopping me in my way. Does it just oh, get hard? Oh, wow. Um, it's... I think it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it got really hard, and then it's like, okay, we're done for the night, and then there's like only one level left, and then for just whatever reason, we just don't pick it up again. Yeah, I've been there. Final Fantasy. Oh, sorry. You can get a little too cute with puzzles sometimes. Okay, I you see. You know, where like you, it involves too many steps and too much trial and error. Got you don't want to interrupt that flow that you're having with that game. Like, yeah. If you get to that point, it happens. Yeah, I can see that being a good reason to just put it down. Still, a sweet Switch game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, good fit. Final Fantasy VII coming March 26th. Sure. It's like, sure. Okay. I think I thought they were going to shadow drop it, but, you know, they shadow dropped a different one that day. The better one. Uh, Final Fantasy IX shadow dropped. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2099 still has the audio bug that's plagued every version. So it's like, okay, it, it's Square Enix and retro games. Just expect you're going to overpay. Well, how exclu- serious is this bug? I mean, because obviously that's okay. the first thing I saw people bring up. Do you, do you know? So all it is, like, let's say you're in an overworld map. So I mean, it's gonna be in Final Fantasy VII as well. So let's say you're on overall map. It's like battle, finish, go back, start of that overall theme again. It will never progress past the point till when you enter the battle, a random encounter. So if you don't get a random encounter, sure the music will keep playing, but you're gonna hear like the same like 10, 15 seconds of a song in any area. You're going to hear that over and over again because it won't progress past that. Like the original game, it just remembered where you were and when you came out of battle, just resumed there. Mm. Yeah, so you never man. get to like the sweet spots those, of the song. Some of those tracks are so nice. Yeah, and they haven't like fixed it yet. They haven't stuff. fixed it yet. And so they're just putting it out there. And so. I'm shocked by that because they did make a ton of changes to uh, Chrono Trigger on Steam. Remember that? But like, that was due to the, all the negative feedback. So that's but, what I'm saying. We got to give them some negative yeah, we got, feedback. Yeah, we do. We got to channel it hard. Like we need, yeah. more, we need more Genki for the Genki Dama of the Final Fantasy. I heard it. Yeah. Ah, I hate it. <laughs> it's gotta take a lot for Square Enix. You know, it takes a lot of Genki. 
Yeah. Um, and then uh, Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon, everybody, March 20th. Forgot about that. Uh, yeah. Blood didn't forget about it. <laughs> oh, he hates that game, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. hate it. It's just... Not very good, probably. Yeah, it, 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 it didn't live up to my expectations, so... All right. Wrapped, uh, wraps up with two big announcements. Okay. First one, so I thought it was the end of Direct, because Kazumi closes out, says, hey, all right, we're done with the headlines. Mm-hmm. Here's an announcement for you. And we cut to this trailer for a game called Astral Chain. Oh, yeah. Mm. What did you think about this? What did, yeah, what did you think going Kyle. in? Because we were making all the wrong okay. predictions. Yeah, I kept, sorry, Kyle. I said it was, oh, it's Molosov's <laughs> new game. Oh. But then as it kept going on, I looked at the faces. I was like, those faces are too good. I don't know if this is Monolith. <laughs> then I saw like then the combat happened. I was like, um, "Is this a platinum cross Monolith soft game?" The faces, faces are don't, too good. I was like, good. "The faces are too good." Sorry, Kyle. No, what you're right. You they yeah. were better than typical. Uh, no, I think that pretty early you got the vibe that it's a new IP because you see the two police officers pretty quickly, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, I mean, like it was like this is something that I've been wanting since like Switch started. It's like where are the like why isn't Nintendo making new games? Uh, and so here's one. It, like, you kind of did get platinum vibes pretty quickly. Uh, uh, it's weird. It looks really good. It's like it's it's. What is my opinion on this? To me, Damiani, it's this weird. We talked a little bit about Marvel Alliance being the right budget for what that game is. I wonder if this is a little lower budget for what this game should be. Hmm. Uh, it does, like you said, they're good faces, yes, but they're still limited character models, I would say. I think there's still a real limitation to this game's presentation. Um, it's still exciting. It's a really, really exciting, but like, I wonder if it's going to be what it needs to be in a way. I mean, I think the one of the tricks with, with Platinum stuff is, yeah, is having a style that's going to be able to work uh, with the you know that the limited polygons they're gonna have mm-hmm. to use and try to hit sixty frames per second. So like Bayonetta's you know done done well with it, and I think this here, yeah, if if they want to have like bigger characters on the screen more often and this like you know, a huge always, boss, yeah, yeah, always having this uh, you know this co-op creatures alongside you as well as like other characters. There's a lot. There's a lot going on there. Yeah, um, I think also the reason why I'm like a little tepid on this one is like the premise doesn't draw you in. You're like two future cops who have like robot stands uh, and like you're fighting big gross monsters. But like I, I don't uh, I don't get the pull. I don't get why we should like these two characters. And I think people like when you're making a game trailer forget that a lot. Is like you want just like a movie trailer, you want us to like your main character. You know, like a lot of trailers just get caught up in like let's show the cool stuff. It's like, yeah, yeah, definitely show cool stuff. That's super important. But uh, you also want us to, like, care. You want us to care about what's happening on screen. Um, <laughs> should say that, like, it, I don't think this was in the direct, but I watched the trailer recently. There's, like, a big, like, you can be in a, like, police dog suit. Did you see this? I saw you could ride a dog during the boss battle. But, but you're, like, a mascot. It's, like, a big, goofy dog mascot, <laughs> and you're putting trash into trash cans. <laughs> I assume it's probably where the game starts. Like, this is your first gig. Okay. Uh, that gave me, like, a little hint of, like, oh, there might be really cool things happening in this story. Okay. Beyond, like, overdramatic, you know, like, save the world from these monsters. That kind of thing. So, I, I'm I, there might still be cool stuff. I don't think it was a great trailer. Okay. I thought, I mean, it was flashy. Mm-hmm. It, it, once I knew it, definitely knew it was platinum. I was like, yeah, this looks, this looks cool. The combat situations, like, the whole chain thing linked to, like, your little, like, mech component. Uh... 
like said, pay attention to that. I'm like, okay, um, looks kind of cool. Boss, I was like, yeah, I think the scale. I'm kind of interested in the scale and scope because uh, the arenas, like it showed big cities, big like sprawling cities. I wonder if they're gonna be bigger environments and hence. It seems like small environments in big cities. That's what I'm, that would be my gut reaction. Yeah. Which also because those would be my excuse for why maybe they went for the lower poly count mm-hmm. on the characters because there's bigger environments. Probably not true. But yeah, there's a whole other aspect of this game where you aren't in combat. You aren't fighting like these giant you're creatures doing and stuff. Work. Yeah, do you're Batman doing police. Yeah, like while, the yeah. Batman vision part. I was yeah, like, yeah. okay. I'm I'm very intrigued about this, and it's coming August 30th. It's like this game's pretty much done. Like wow, yeah. kept it a secret. Good. Nice, yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. Very excited about that. So yeah, Astral Chain looking good. Came out of nowhere, new IP. But with that being a platinum game, you gotta wonder about Bayonetta three. Oh, I forgot. But yeah, yeah. Koizumi did have a little short update. Yeah. He's like, it's still being worked on. Don't mm-hmm. worry, it's right. still coming. <laughs> and uh, that was pretty much it. I forgot that they brought that up again. And honestly, you'd have to expect with Astral Chain, it looks almost done, if not done, coming out sure. August thirtieth. Yeah. Um, Whereas Bayonetta three was kind of like how the first two games. They're just kind of like, here's a teaser, and yeah. I, I guess I'm trying to make a point that Bayonetta three. Do you think that it's probably not going to be a 2019 title? No. I don't think At so anymore. At this point, I don't think so. I yeah. totally swore it yeah. would be before. I thought I had a chance too, but I don't think so anymore. But just real quick, Bill Trinan tweeted out, uh, tweeted out recently, um, Bill Trinan of Nintendo of America mm-hmm. said, I'm kind of surprised by the reactions from the Direct about Bayonetta 3. It's basically said, I think we're going to be seeing it sooner than you expect. With this, uh, you know, the, the collaboration with Platinum Games, uh, being able to bring stuff like that, uh, you know, and of course knowing that they mentioned, of course, Bayonetta 3 is still in the works. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it really helps to, to round out the library overall of, of what's available on Switch. And of course, that's another game that's maybe coming a little bit sooner than, than people anticipated. Okay. This guy. No, okay, Bill. Bill. Mm. This guy. Spicer. This guy. Because he's the one who's like, Nintendo doesn't do that. We don't make announcements way ahead. No, that guy. Uh-uh. Uh-uh, Bill. You don't get to do that twice, dude. <sighs> It better be this year or else we're going to make you delete that tweet. <laughs> if it's not 2019, delete the tweet. It'll be interesting to see. Um, maybe we'll hear about it. I expect to hear something what about it What is the date on Astral? Is it August 30th, right? Uh, yeah. It said, uh, the trailer said at 8.30. I didn't see that tweet, man. So now I think Bayonetta 3 is a fall game. I totally do. I don't know. Why I, would he do that if I it's think not? it's Q1 2020. <sighs> I think what people- if... I think people we don't were have expecting a game for May, right? What if it like randomly shows up in May? That would be re- shadow really dropped fun. almost. That'd be really, really fun. I don't. That's oh, I don't, uh, that's like wild dream territory, Bloodworth, right there. But um, real quick, uh, this wasn't actually in the direct, but there was more platinum news that kind of came out in the last few days since the direct. Um, this is really classified this under rumor because rumor. none of this is true. But, or sorry, none of this is confirmed. It could be true. I apologize. Um, but uh, appara- uh, so the story goes that um, on the, I believe is, uh, sorry, kind of funny, is it game? Gaming Daily. Game- games Daily. Excuse games Daily. Kind of funny you. Games Daily. Um, uh, Mr. Khan, right? Mm-hmm. Let us know um, with a little juicy statement that uh, a well-publicized game that was canceled was getting picked up and revived for the Switch didn't stop short of actually saying what it was. Right. Um, and their track record is pretty good. <laughs> they were the one who said, we'll probably hear about a new Zelda pretty soon. Yeah. And we heard about one pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, I feel like Imran's got like a really good... Yeah. I can't remember. He just... He always like nails it. He's always on top of some Nintendo news somehow. 
I seem to think that every legitimate Nintendo kind of like rumor that's happened in the last probably like calendar year or mm-hmm. like year has been for Imran. Yeah. Um, doesn't do them often, but they do. I they seem to be pretty on the on the spot on. And this one, so naturally, when you think, oh, a well publicized game that had its cancellation well publicized mm-hmm. and something that you know people would expect and also the caveat it was not uh it was not a nintendo game it's not first party why did we never mention silent hills dude that like things was that people were people people coming up with hills? all crazy stuff the, silent. I, the leading <laughs> contender though for the time was Mega Man legend 3 nice but like yeah. all sorts of games there was even a joke to people like oh metroid prime 4 <laughs> like, <laughs> that technically counts it's <laughs> yeah. like yeah but that was a first party title so the laundry list just kept growing and growing and then, um, uh, thing it was uh, was a Nintendo Insider, correct? Mm-hmm. I'm forgetting if that was source. Did a follow up report saying actually we have multiple sources and it's scale bound. And I was like, wait, what? Scale bound? Oh, is that possible? And then people started sleuthing it up, looking up when uh, the the trademark if it was still with Microsoft, if it reverted back to Platinum, all this stuff. So now everyone is now and there's been follow ups. Uh, tweets and reports, uh, Jason Schreier, uh, Alana Pierce over at Rooster Teeth now, I think she was with IGN at the time last June, if I'm correct, mm. uh, said that they had heard stuff about this behind closed doors. So more people are starting to like kind of bandwagon, not bandwagon, but like feel good about speaking up now that I heard this too. So, but here we go again. We've seen this, we've done this song and dance before. Mm-hmm. We've seen this with other rumors and games that we were so sure were going to happen. Doesn't happen. Yeah. So it's still a rumor. Um, but yeah, what would you think about Scalebound coming to Switch? Don't you think it'll look worse? Oh, it'll def- have to look. Have worse. to, yeah, yeah, of course. It's weird to be excited so about it in that way, you know. So, do you think it'll be a? Comp- do you think it'll be reimagined? Do you think yeah, like, they'll you're try right. again? Because yes. this was Kamiya's dream project, so I have to yeah. imagine they'll probably try again mm-hmm. and do something more in line with like, what they really want to do versus the kind of like half and half of their vision, Platinum's vision. And Microsoft's like kind of directive for that game because I don't remember. I it was early uh, in in the, the, some trailer they showed where they, it was just running around a grassy field, and I mm. think that is when the game looked the best. The last we saw of it at that E3 when they were trying to show multiplayer fighting that giant that big boss, boss thing, yeah, it looked bad. It did not look good. So yeah, maybe if we like do refocus if we go back to that grassy field, yeah, like you're right, Damiani. I bet it'll have a different look because it'll just look worse if they try to do pick up where they left. In off. my mind, so here's. This is why I believe this rumor has some credence to it as well. Okay. Not just from the sources, but why I believe this follows like a, a good logic. Nintendo and Platinum Games have a great working relationship. Nintendo pretty much saved the Bayonetta series. Yeah, uh, it would not have continued on with not without their intervention. Kamiya has publicly stated several times about how get get over it. Nintendo did this with us. We like oh, working right, with yeah. them. Yeah. He, like pretty, all the haters. He's pretty blunt. Like yeah. the Bayonetta 2 fiasco. Everyone's like really salty. That was like only a Wii U exclusive. Yeah. And their games now on Switch, even Bayonetta 2 uh, being re-released on Switch, Bayonetta 1, their games saw a nice sales bump from that. You know, getting some nice, you know, attention. They have potential to sell pretty well on Switch. I think it makes sense because this is Kami's dream project. Nintendo might just say, do what you want. We trust you. You know, yeah. we we will not give you any restrictions. Run free with this, and you know what? I just thought I thought this while we were talking. Maybe Nintendo can even lend them some more support other than just financial support. You because, mean developmental? Yeah. Okay. I think they might lend. Uh, they could lend Monolith Soft because they make giant sure. environments, big monsters. 
Just like let Platinum handle because that's what we thought Astral that's what my impression of Astral Chain was at first. Mm-hmm. Platinum across the model is soft. So now thinking about that, it's like, hey, Platinum's really good at like smaller environments, character action games, but not sprawling environments. And Near Automata is pretty sprawling. What? Near Automata is pretty pretty sprawling. It is to an extent, but I wouldn't say it's anywhere near like Xenoblade. Sure, 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 sure. Um, but and I would also say Near gets rough in a few spots. Yeah. I think. Like, is that desert really that impressive? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I think that would be a good pairing. Um, and they, I think they both publicly acknowledge they like each other, like their work. So. Yeah. yeah. And, and Monolith even helped with Zelda, right? Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's not like it's unprecedented oh, yeah. for them to like kind of, you know. Definitely. Here's what we've done with the um, hardware. Well, the other thing that was really funny was uh, in Bayonetta 2, all the uh, Nintendo Easter eggs that really kind of went beyond what you think Nintendo yeah. would normally do. Oh, yeah. You know, you know the, like the, the Peach... Uh, costume, all those outfits, costume, and the sexy Star Fox and thing, the, the Bowser Star fist, Fox level. Yes. Oh, yeah, the Star Fox level is the. So, can you imagine, like, if Scalebound, like, all of a sudden, like, you know, you get to a certain point and, like, you unlock Charizard or something? <laughs> <laughs> now, Pokemon Company dealing yeah. with crossovers is a whole other yeah, thing. Hey, I mean, yeah. sure, but yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm but in. I, I, I just see this. To me, this seems very believable and very possible. Okay. Um, so I, I hope it comes true. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see more Platinum games uh, be on any system. Sure. I love their work. Um, before we move on to the last announcement, Link's Awakening, I just I forgot to mention a few things. Uh, there was a Captain Toad uh, Treasure Tracker update. Oh, yeah. Jolly Co-op two-player mode, uh, two-player simultaneous co-op every level uh, for free already out. Um, everyone has been bugging us, Kyle, that we need to do a co-op stream now because I'm of that. I'm down. Uh, but they're also offering paid DLC, uh, 18 new challenges, uh, along with five new courses. Uh, some of the challenges will be in the new it's courses. It's only five new courses? But so, Yeah, some of the challenges will be in old courses. Some will be in the new courses. If you pre-ordered it before it comes out, you get to do the first course, new course, for free. Or not for free. Uh, you get to do it right now. That first course is one of the five? Apparent, I, I haven't. I'm, yeah, not, I'm not paying for it, on. so yeah. I haven't tried it. Yeah. Uh, it'll be coming out, uh, I believe, March 26th or sometime in March. Just wanted to give a shout out to that because, you know, that game's getting new content. Meanwhile, Super Mario Party, which is supposed to be an evergreen game. That's supposed to be, like, a long-term support. Mm-hmm. No updates yet. Just, yep. just sitting there waiting no, for something. I mean, fair, but and also, it's it, that's a Wii U game. Yeah. yeah, they designed it's, they designed that really game funny. ages ago, and I know they added the uh, New Donk City levels. But yeah, it's pretty crazy that they're making it's, new assets for that game. It's ins- I'm, right now. I'm very happy because I, I don't think that game's ever going to get a sequel. So I think they're just going to keep updating it, and that's the uh, the only way it's going to continue on. I, I don't. Five know. courses seems light to me though for some reason. I'm curious. I'm really curious to see like if that's yeah. really short and how uh, what it really encompasses. But we'll see. Coming out soon. Um, just want to give a shout out to Hellblade. Uh, it's oh, coming to Switch. Yeah, it looks pretty good. It's coming Where this the spring. Where did this come from? Yeah, it came That's out of so just weird. came out of nowhere, yeah. and one of the better looking third party ports, I, I would sure. argue, um, on there. Just coming out. Nice, nice to see that game. Probably get a lot more sales because of that. More recognition. And finally, for our last announcement of the direct, these this one was outside of the direct. Some people thought it should have been in direct, but I, it wasn't. Uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song. Um, they just uh, they did the announcement the day after, basically just saying that this uh, Kickstarter goal that was supposed to be DLC has become so ambitious, it's going to be a brand new game. Here's footage of it. Um, here's Hornet in action. Look at all these cool new traversal and like aerobatic combat mechanics you're going to be able to do. Here's some new zones. Uh, it's probably not coming anytime soon. So, but you know, please look forward to it. 
that part's probably why it wasn't in the direct because the direct was focused on summer games, you know, 2019 games. Uh, but yeah, excited about, you know, new Hollow Knight coming. Mm-hmm. Like, gotta be, right? Yeah. 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 Good. I, I was just really good about it. Um, but it's time for the big announcement. It's time. So, so, it's, so, so song is big. So, so, like, don't you get me wrong. teased it at the beginning Hollow of the podcast. Knight. Yeah, this it's is time. it. We, 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 this is what everyone's been waiting for. <laughs> Stringing them along. All right. An announcement that you clearly knew ahead of time. Oh, well, good. Oh, yeah. No, I did. Oh, yeah. I did not know it ahead of time. I will say this. I, like, there were rumors, I, okay, that did aid that, but I did not have any definitive knowledge that was happening. I thought all the rumors were BS. Like, all of them. I was like, any one of them could happen. None of them, but they're probably true. Link's Awakening, mm-hmm. a remake of the 1993 Game Boy Classic. How uh, was touched up in '98 with a deluxe edition co- a color version, mm-hmm. and now is getting a full blown. I call it a remake. On, oh yeah. On on Switch, and it was revealed. I want to know how you feel about that reveal, Kyle. First of all, okay. Talk about the the reveal and the tr- and the tr- and the trailer. All right. So first thing we see some bubbles. Bubbles rising up out of darkness. <laughs> Pokemon, obviously. <laughs> I don't know. No, okay. Uh, yeah, you know what? Like, I'm not at that point. I'm not making guesses. I'm just ingesting, right? Okay. Uh, then we see the stormy waves, and it's hand drawn. It's very clearly hand drawn. Pretty early, uh, and it's it's a it's a stormy night, and you see Link's little boat, and you're like, please don't be Link's awakening. Oh, that's Kyle. Please okay. Yeah, that's please Kyle. Don't. Please, please don't. Do don't. Please don't do this. Uh, and you see this hand-drawn style continue. You see it in his fabrics. It looks nice. And you're like, oh, man, are they going to do, like, this cool, like, hand-drawn style Link's Awakening game? Is that what I'm about to see? Uh, so that all happens. Lightning strikes the boat, of course. Uh, and then it's, like, a whole different style already when you see the island coherent with the uh, egg in it. But you kind of see, like, anime Link. Uh, on a on a log, looking up at the island, uh, and then an excellent logo, uh, Breath of the Wild style logo, um, and but then like this like like a little toot toot version of the theme, and it's like ain't I cute? Like and I'm like why this? And then but it's it's like a pretty good looking version of the game. It's like uh, if you've seen 3D dot game heroes, it's basically like a tilt shift style. The the boundaries of our are out of focus while the the thing in the middle of the screen is in focus. So it gives you that idea like it looks like photographs of miniatures, right? Uh, and so that's what the game looks like, and it looks one to one almost. You see things mm-hmm, that yeah. are just almost exactly it really as they feels were like in '98. It's like the exact same map. I know that yeah. there's gonna have to be tweaks here and there, especially because it looks like they didn't. Uh, they didn't limit it screen by screen. It looks like you can right. just walk freely around. And it's 16 by 9 on top of that. Yeah, that's true. So you actually... That you actually s- is probably why they had to do it. You see a lot around you, man. It's, yeah, it's weird. Because Game Boy aspect ratio, I don't even think it's exactly 4-3. No, it's more no, of a No, it's not because yet. they had trouble porting, uh, recreating the original NES Zelda game, Zelda 1, Zelda 2. That was originally the Oracle project. Oh, uh, they yeah. couldn't get the aspect ratio right, so they were finding they had to redesign the sprites, and they mm-hmm. decided let's just make a new game. Nice, yeah. <laughs> the right choice. Sort of. That was like the ab- dude. Ab- I mean, it's version. probably not going to happen. But how nuts would it be if? Uh, yeah, there's probably no way for it. But it would be weird though if if somehow like the Oracle games came back and is like, and we actually managed to make the third one work. Oh yeah, because <laughs> it's supposed to be a Triforce. Yeah. 
Did that Wait, be cool? So there was a third game in development? There was always The there whole was idea with one. the Oracle games is that it was supposed to be like spirit power wisdom. Before, yeah, and before that, it yeah. was originally... So originally it started as remakes of yeah. the NES games. Then it became something called the Tri- Triforce Trilogy. Each game was supposed to be focused on a piece of the Triforce. Ooh. Then that evolved into the Oracles concept. And it was yeah, to be because basically Oracles. the idea of being able to start from any one of the three and then the permutations of like what would happen yeah. when you go to the next game, it just became too complicated. Sure. Yeah, they couldn't I mean, get they the password even... system right. But that was flagship game. and like flagship's not even really around anymore. They're not, but uh, the the head of, the, the director of it was Fujibayashi, who's director of Breath of the Wild. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's definitely still around and like head honcho at uh, the Zelda team. Um, but the, the, even though the two games, they didn't really interact too much. The, there were some things, passwords uh, unlocked between each other. Right, but sure. it wasn't like what I did in that game impacted the other game at all. You know what I mean? I don't think they really like. Yeah. There were some things of that, do, but yeah. not not. Uh, it wasn't required to progress through any game, but it did alter things in each game. And then, like, there's a cool... Th- you can get these on 3DS, by the way. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah and, and then, like, the a, final boss. Yeah, there's a final yeah. scene, yeah. And, uh, yeah, the, like, the Minish Cap even makes a joke about the Oracle trilogy. Does it? Because there's the three uh, Oracle, like, girls that you can uh, find houses for, but you can only find houses for two of them, not the <laughs> third. And it depends which two you interact with first to get the house. That. Yeah. And that's the reference? That's pretty cool. I always took that as a reference. That's, that's funny. A pretty, yeah. I mean, pretty specific. But, Kyle. Yes. Uh, this game... I've looked at all the, the reactions. Mm-hmm. I have spent a lot of time looking at it. It seemed this announcement seems to be very polarizing. Um, starting with the the visual style mm-hmm. of the in-game graphics. Sure. I've seen a lot of people very unhappy and outright dismissive Ooh. of the visuals as that like, uh-uh, I see this, bye-bye. It's like the Wind Waker all over again, or they're just saying, I, I, you've I, ruined this actually, game. Actually, you know, the funny thing is. I think the reaction that they're having now is the reaction that I had for A Link Between Worlds. Hmm. And so maybe that's why it's not bugging me as much now because it feels like it's sort of an offshoot of that. It's like, oh, okay, okay. I'm like, I'm I'm over this. You know, I would definitely have preferred something that looked like it was trying to go for the art style in the opening by far. But I don't know. I like I, I can't picture what that would yeah, look so like he- either. That's my biggest problem with a lot of these criticisms is that there are people who do not like the the, the aesthetic they've chosen. Yeah. The, the 3D dot hiller, the hillers, <laughs> 3D dot heroes tilt shift mm-hmm. looks like I, I've seen I, some people said some pretty mean things about the visual style. Like uh, this is missing it as like amateurish and like school project levels. Like okay, no, 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 no. Um, and they are their argument usually centers on the fact that it's ruining what the style and the feel of the original Link's Awakening, mm-hmm. and that they should have done something to be more in line with that. And they'll show, they'll argue for other games' art styles. They'll bring up Hollow Knight. They'll bring up like stuff from like other two D developers that like like great side scrolling games. No one has been able to provide me a tangible top down sprite based or high quality artwork based game. That would do this and look good. Valkyria Chronicles. Ah. That's not. It's 3D, dude. What if it They want. They want like 2D art. What um, if it looked like Valkyria Chronicles? There's even a better art style. Someone. There's someone who made a gift that like literally takes like the artwork and almost looks like the sprite. Yeah. And makes it 3Dified. It looks fantastic. I'm not gonna argue. It's like the best fit to look to capture it. Right. I feel it's a remake, so they're trying to do something new. Yeah. And that it, to me, it looks like a kind of like toy set island mm-hmm. which is kind of a cool concept to me 
It, it, for me, it made me feel uh, think about like old promotional stuff for the game. Like, I kept those like puppets. Yeah, like the yeah. puppets. Yeah. Like there's stuff yeah, I was seeing. I was like, thing. yeah, it's kind of cool. I kind of get that vibe from it. It not, I get it. People, I like. I don't like other art styles. Like I'm, I've criticized other art styles myself, so I understand that. But at the very end of the day, I was like, at some point, I was willing. Oh, I'll give it a try. Let me actually experience it and then pass my final judgment. Um, I'm, I guess what I'm unhappy about is people are just like outright dismissive and will not even touch it. Oh, uh, yeah. Based on the that, same thing happened with Wind Waker. Yeah, people like downplay it now because they've gotten over it, and now it's like there's all these people that love it, and 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 so it's almost like unpopular to hate on that style at this point. But this is exactly the way people reacted when Wind Waker first showed up. Oh, like, I, there were very few people that actually liked that style. Wind Waker was worse. I think Wind Waker... There were people yeah. who were furious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because was, that was the only Zelda. It was... Whereas this is an offshoot, right? Yeah. We know we're going to get a ma- well, primary a Zelda. Point, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, for, yeah, Wind Waker was worse because uh, there's a longer time between the announcement of, like, changing style and the release of the game. Whereas this one, we'll have to wait probably a few months before right. it comes out. Um, so definitely built up a lot of like momentum with uh, that. But as you pointed out, Kyle, uh, some other criticism I'm seeing, I'm curious what you think about this, people comparing it to now Breath of the Wild. They're like, why couldn't you make it look like Breath of the Wild? Like, people see Breath of the Wild, they're newer to the Zelda series, they don't understand why they're going for this look. Mm-hmm. And they feel, they see it, I even saw someone use the same argument, I see this, this looks like it's meant for kids, whereas Breath of the Wild is meant for adults. And I'm like, oh It no. does look like it's meant for kids. Sure. It does. It's meant for all ages. It looks... Uh, come on. Uh, so, <laughs> I, I did think about this, Damiani, because, like, yeah, it's not the Link, Link's Awakening remake of my dreams, right? But uh, it at least is keeping this thing alive. Um, and also, I don't know if the game's design works if it is Breath of the Wild style. Yeah. I, I don't know if you... If yeah, like, I, I don't know either. That seems, that seems like it'd be a little too weird. I mean, I think... I mean, because of the original dimensions and sprite work and everything. I mean, like, Link's basically a square, right? You know, like, he's got to be kind of like this short little thing on the screen for a lot of that game design to carry over. So I can see, like, how it would be tricky to find an art style that is going to work. If you do, like, this, like... Tall, skinny sprite. It's gonna look weird. Yeah. And also, if you're making a, a huge epic game, it becomes not the idea of what the game's supposed to be. Like, like the whole game is designed around its limitations in really interesting ways. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Like, for people who don't know the history of the development of Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening, uh, you should go search that and read it up. We're not gonna spend time like discussing that and. Really good, Iwata. Yeah, so. yeah. Not we're not going to need to disseminate the information here, but I think think about more recently, like Resident Evil Two remake to the original Resident Evil. How ambitious that was. I guess people are. Yeah, I, I think get people that. are jumping to the conclusion you know that this it. isn't going to be that ambitious. And the problem is, people are just assuming right now is going to be a strict one to one recreation of Link's Awakening. I think with, it's a fair assumption based on what they showed, without any alterations whatsoever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I think I'm that, curious about some things. I'm curious about the script. Like how different that will be, whether they try to flesh things out, whether they try to like oh. make sentences longer, because again, limitations, yes. you know, like a lot of Good the point. things there, like we got emotional because we could infer a lot and, and, and stuff there, but you know, how much more could they make that stuff work? Would the same exact dialogue connect to people the same way now? You know, like there's some interesting iffy things that could happen there. Um, the other thing that I wonder about is, you know, um, 
I think somebody brought up that like you were somebody was using like three items at once or yeah, something like you, that. Yeah, there's a part where you jump with the sword and shield out and you're jumping. You cannot do that in the original. Yeah, so that, I'm curious because it's like, it's like yeah, you have more than two buttons to work with, and it's like how much does that alter things? I'm like I'm trying to think. Was there any point in the game where that would essentially like break part of something's design? No. no. I think they'll let you have sword and shield by default, and you'll be able to equip two other right. items. That's my expectation. I also wonder about stuff like the like the acorn and the triforce. Like, Drops, do they yeah. need? Hate to, those, to be honest. Did they need to come back? Do they need to be implemented in the same way, or will they ditch them, or will they bring them back in a different way? If they do, at the very least, I just hope they don't change the music. Mm. I'm getting so into the overworld theme that oh. it's just like it's just like that weird stupid song that plays every time you pick so, up. So yeah, the thing about the script um, and this kind of supports Kyle's argument that he believing it's more one to one than it's going to take a lot of liberties. Uh, they do show off uh, one of the owl dialogue sequences, and when you compare it to the original screen, it is word the exact word. dialogue. Yeah. Just oh, more, is it? But yeah. more is fit onto the screen. They're just using the real estate a little bit better, so it's not a lot of scrolling lines instead of like a nice big text box. Uh, so that's like a, a, a you know one argument in that corner for that. Nothing we saw did anything different with the design of the the invite like the screens. They were all pretty much the yeah. same. Um, but it's still I mean there's still some questions. Like are they gonna add, are they gonna keep any of the like is the color dungeon gonna be in there from Link's Awakening D- uh, DX? And if so, is it literally gonna be the same thing? No, Are they gonna change it because <laughs> a lot of that, a lot of that was just like the, it was the joke of the colors, right? Like open yeah. the blue door, you know, put these blue enemies in this thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if that would I'm work. Curious. Again. Now, yeah, uh, I, I am honestly <laughs> n- like, I was never interested enough to go back to DX. I never tried DX. Um, the photography is cool. They got the yeah the you would pho- like that the the yeah the I'm curious what that would be like and if that goes to the illustrated art cell that they showed at the beginning. Same thing with the the murals that are in some of the like, caves and dungeons. You know whether yeah. those will show up in a different more illustrative st- art style. Well, one thing it could possibly do, they could do is if that cinem- first of all, do you think that opening. Uh, storm sequence they did in the direct. Do you think that's going to be the opening of the game? I do. Yeah, one hundred percent. Do you? So then, would you? Because the original th- game was like that was like mind blowing yeah. graphics for the Game Boy. Yeah, it really was, man. <laughs> oh yeah, it looked good. Do you think we'll All see those more cutscenes? Do you think we'll see more of those types of cutscenes in the game then? So like that a mural sequence, like not spoiling anything. I'm not going to say what it is, but there's a certain part of the game where you, something happens and it's a twist, and it is a mural sequence where you see an image stuff. Yeah, do you think there'll be opportunities to use that? I think art there style? are a few. I think there's yeah. like yeah, there's like so. at least four opportunities for some nice cutscenes. Um, what was it? like so the music maybe kind of, some payoffs with some of the side quests as well. Oh yeah, know? like the trading yeah. sequence was like a big deal for this game. Started, yeah, like, that'd the, be cool. But I was inspired by uh, some I uh, forget what it was. Forget the name now. Uh, some Japanese uh, thing. Uh, like it wasn't just like randomly thrown in there. It was actually like a real thing, and I'm forgetting it now. But it started, also started tradition Zelda games where the trading sequence became a, like a mainstay for that. But I, I yeah, I could see that definitely doing like cool payoffs. Um, like the photograph you get? Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. The music though, Kyle. You kind of yes. like didn't like the, 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 the theme. 
did you hear at least the the the, the uh, Battle of the Windfish during the 2019 part, where you hear like the Marin vocals? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, did you like that? Any pulls better? at your heartstrings. It absolutely does. Okay. Yes, it does. So yeah. the 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 music we did here got compared to uh, the new Yoshi music. Not did cra- it? Not Crafted World, but you know like what? The that's Yoshi's extremely accurate. Yes, yeah. it's really <laughs> really accurate. People were like yeah. saying, "Oh, it's like that vibe." Yeah, it is, dude. And I have to wonder because that was like that change. My. The one concern I do have going into this is like, who's behind this game? Like, who are the key members behind it? You don't it, think it's just is the it, Link is Between it, Worlds team, or I mean, like, is Koizumi gonna be involved at all? And like, if they're gonna make, any I ch- feel like he's gotta have. If they're making like, any if changes, if they're making, yeah. yeah, they're making any changes. I feel a lot better if some of the key figures were supervising it mm-hmm. and being like, "Hey, I originally thought to do this, or if you're gonna change this, this is what we were trying to do originally, but technical limitations. I expect to see things that technical limitations force them." to do something and maybe they weren't as happy with it. The tower could be like, they could do some stuff with that tower for sure. I'm ge- Yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean, the tower was already technically pretty cool. Yeah. But like you, you, it did take, require a lot of imagination. I think mm-hmm. with what was happening with it. I, I think like, yeah, I think. Uh, oh yeah. They're going to like when it changed. Yeah. Like you talk about eagles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I, I, I don't want to. There's something cool with yeah. that fish fight. That fish fight's the worst part of the game. Huh? The, oh, I bet they. That I thought gets that was changed. cool. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. I mean, it's a cool sprite, but it's like just spam attack and it's dead. There's no strategy to it. I think I just yeah, you're so right, blood. <laughs> Feels cool though. There's a there's a lot to talk about with this, but uh, this originally was supposed to be the whole episode was supposed to be about this. Yeah. Um, I told patrons that eventually we'll do a deep dive into this game. Okay. Um, they'd prefer less speculation and more actually analysis when we actually get our hands on with the game. Sure. So once the game comes out, we'll do an episode of some kind. Might not be friend code, but some kind of video where we sit down and talk. I'd love to probably do a be freaking a, probably just be full playthrough with the three th- three of us. Yeah, probably be full playthrough and probably be a spoiler mode discussion about yeah. like everything. So we will do that at some point. But the one thing I do want to keep from my original idea for this episode is I had like a final bet segment. Ooh, here um, we go. Things you will like basically yes or no questions. All the right. following. Okay. Mm. All right. So. Will you be able to steal from the shop? Yes. Um, the item shop. You could steal from it. Oh. Do you think they'll yes. that? Okay. Almost no question. That's so like an that's iconic yes. moment of the game, yeah. Two. Follow up on that. If you do that, will you then be permanently renamed as Thief throughout the rest of the game? Yes. But it won't be all caps anymore. <laughs> uh, I'll say no. All right. So that's those two right there. Will entering the name Zelda trigger a different song to play on the file select? Yeah. Yes. All right. This next one will be more interesting. Okay. In the original version, Mm -hmm. there is an enemy that if you sprinkle magic powder on it, you can talk to it. Mm. And one yeah. of them has dialogue that talks about a new system coming that has a short name and can do millions of po- polygons at a time and is really cool. And virtually everyone has assumed that referenced Ultra 64, Nintendo 64. Will that reference, will the specific reference about a new system with a short name and millions of polygons and everyone's going to think it's cool, will that reference still be in there? Was that, sorry, was a, that removed from DX? No, it's still in there. I can go talk to it. It has guy? different dialogue in different territories, though. 
Okay, what, uh, so on my 3DS version, who do I go talk to? Is it, It's like the little banana guys, right? The buzz the, Yeah, they're the little the slime guys. The things that if you like, yeah. hit them with the normal sword, you go... Uh, 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 and I can go talk to them? Yeah, sprinkle magic and then yeah. run up and push... Uh, yeah, they, if you sprinkle magic on them, they get like uh, like Groucho Marx glasses, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And then and then they just like have all these weird little uh, dialogue lines. And then one of them mentions an upcoming video game console. In the in the English version. So to Whoa. clarify this, in all the territories versions, they had a unique thing. Do you mm-hmm. think those will be preserved? Yes or no? I feel like some of them might be different. Like I feel like that or, one. If they keep it, they'll find a way to retro it. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go take it one step further, Damiani. There will be a meme. One of them is going to say a meme. Okay. My my guess, I haven't yeah. tried to do any of this, but this one, my my like dream would be it references the new Switch model. Yeah. It comes out like a month before the new Switch. Oh, it references sure. the new Switch. I'm I don't think they'd be that careless lighter. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm smaller and lighter. You remember how many like <laughs> dolphin hints there were? How irritating. All right. Okay. And, uh,. I forget. Uh, I had them written down, and I didn't. I memorized all about this last one, so I'm going to come up with a different one on the spot here, oh, so we okay. don't waste time. All right. So, will they, in any way, mm-hmm. alter the ending? No specifics. Will they? You think they will alter the ending? Yes or no? No. No. All right. I'm going with yes. Can you say in which way? I think they might make multiple endings. That'd be cool. That's all I'll say. All right. I'll get a question. Oh, you got a question? Yes, Kyle. (laughs) Will the prize for the secret seashells be the same? Oh, upgraded sword, yes. Okay. Why, you got one down too? Sorry, this is the real one, the okay. last final yeah. bet. Sure. All right. Will Richard mm-hmm. appear mm-hmm. in his villa mm-hmm. with the same music? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. is that the full question? Yeah, well, oh, well, yeah. I have no idea. Are you sure? Think that he wouldn't. Yes, 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 yes. They're yeah. going to try to promote it, and they're going to try for Frog Bell Tolls. They're going to try to like promote it a little bit. Right. Just like, hey, if you really like me, please tweet at Nintendo. <laughs> if you're interested in seeing more kind of Game Boy remakes like this, I have another really cool game that you might want to try out. I mean, I don't see any reason... Why you wouldn't be? Well, I guess I, I didn't want to get into discussion about it, but uh, if any, like, it was really like any at, at some point, it, any cameos do you think will be like cut because they originally didn't ask for permission for? I all bet of the them. Kirby's will look less Kirby like. Someone suggested they make them the the white Kirby version. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think Kirby. they will look less like Kirby. Yeah. Um, I bet the Yoshi Crane game will still be there. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Wright, I bet he's still going to be there. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. There's all there a whole bunch of them. I, yeah. I I don't see any reason to take any of them out. Um. There is there is one small rather insignificant thing, uh. That they'll probably just go with the the non Japanese version of that. Uh. For the what we'll see in this version, there's a trading quest part where a certain item is different. In you have to tell me. Um. So in uh, the Japanese version of the trading quest, when you get to the mermaid, you're not finding one of her scales, like an extra scale. In Japanese version, you're actually trying to find her top. 
Her bra? Oh, her okay. swimsuit or bra. Like you stealing people... her bra? Her seashell bra? It's apparently, that's what you have to return to her. Okay. The Japanese version. Oh, and then she feels more comfortable swimming around. Yeah. You know what? That's better than a scale. Finding her scale is definitely a weird replacement for that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I, get I feel it. like they probably stick I think that will be more likely. Be, yeah, it'll be uh, some kind of altered version. It's I don't like, think man, like I need, to, I need to help. Just find my top. I like. There's no yeah. reason to edit that one. Man, there's so many things to me. That's not even racy. About. Do you know what I mean? No, that's no, not... I know it's not. It wasn't yeah. that big a deal. I don't know. I feel like Nintendo would see that as racy. Then they obviously did. Yeah. yeah that, I mean, that was a different time, different era for Nintendo as well. Um, well, yeah, we could sit here and talk about okay. Link's Awakening forever. And we will someday. Someday we will. We will. We promise. Yeah. promise we'll do it. But that is going to do it for this episode of Friend Code. And just remember, you all, I asked for all your feedback. This is what you wanted us to do. So this mega, like, two-hour something episode, <laughs> this is what you asked you for. You asked for this. You asked for this. You're forced. You forced. Why are you acting like it's some kind of blame? <laughs> no, I'm You're saying so I, had, I thought I had, like, a really good, like, planned-out episode mm-hmm. and... <laughs> You did. People you are like, wait, what? You're, you're a Nintendo news podcast and you're not talking about all the topics? I get it. I understand. I'm I'm sorry. Like, were, I will give honestly, you what I want. Any, and this they were right. They this, were right. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's just, I hope, you, I don't want to say any complaints about the length. Oh, Because okay. there's no way to do this unless time, unless we act stuff. And then I would have got complaints that I didn't cover everything in the direct. So... Uh, doing my best here. So thank you again, though, for everyone who submitted their questions. There were a lot of questions. And thank you for putting up with two posts asking for questions. <laughs> those of you who submitted Link's Awakening questions, I will try and keep those for if we do a spoiler mode. Uh, I'll look through those first um, to see if there's any questions that can be answered in a spoiler mode or something like that down the line. Um, I archived it, so it's still there. They will not be lost. But thank you for that. If you're a $5 and up patron, that's how you can submit questions for consideration for each episode of Friend Code. The week we'll be recording, I will put up a post calling for those questions, letting you know what the topics we're talking about. Um, pretty much at this point, your questions need to be about the topics. Um, I People trying to get creative and clever about – there are a lot of people who are like, hey, this wasn't in the direct. Can you talk about is there going to be a new Super Mario? Like is there going to be Super Mario Odyssey 2 this year? Super Mario Galaxy 3? There, there were like five questions. No, no. Five questions asking me about a new 3D Mario game. I was like – Not happening. It's like, how, it's like, when's Animal Crossing? I was like – This year. Not in a direct. <laughs> <laughs> so keep your questions related to the topic. Better chance to get in. I'm basically nicely saying if you don't – it's not related to the topic – I'm just gonna not. Because I mean, pick like, them. I like the way you kind of smoothly work into the, yeah. the comments, Damiani. I try and find like, questions. I try and find it, questions yeah. that are about what we would normally talk about. Yeah. yeah. Um, because then I could just throw it to a patron there, and that's that makes it way easier. But also, there are questions that I see that would be good follow up to the basic discussion we're gonna have that I think wouldn't come up normally. And I insert those in at the end as well. And uh, sometimes I pick questions and I, we just run short on time, have to cut them on the fly. So I, you, I try and get as many in as I can. But when they're concise and related to the topics, I can get more in. Um, and I hope you enjoy that. But, yeah, $5 up patrons, that's how you get access to doing that. And if you're a $5 up patron, you also get part of the early access tier. Get this episode and lots of other episodes uh, of Easy Allies content early. Um, so thank you for everyone who's a part of that. Um, and if not, maybe consider supporting us, uh, any amount, even if you don't want to get this episode early, you know, $1 access gets you exclusive access to a lot of our, sh- uh, spoiler mode for spoiler sure, mode right there, which yeah. if we're going to be doing a Link's Awakening spoiler mode at some point, mm-hmm. you'll need to be a dollar patron. Yeah, we are. So yeah, we are. There lock you go. <laughs> so just lock it in right now. Um, but yeah, thank you again. Everyone submitted questions. 
Thank you to both of you Thank for you. being on this yeah. extra long episode. And uh, until next time, may the way of the hero lead to the Triforce. <laughs>